Hey, Maddie. What? What do you get when you mix a Virgo and a Sagittarius? A good time. A hot mess. <laughs> Hi there. My name is Allison. I'm Maddie. And we are two best friends from northern Minnesota who both enjoy low-maintenance houseplants, highly caffeinated beverages, and everything spooky. In our podcast, our conversations are going to range from being zen and mindful to strange and unusual. It's not a phase, Mom. Or is it? And we're back. Oh, my. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What's your name? (laughs) Oh, my name. (laughs) Julio Montoya. uh, I don't remember his full name. Hello. Ricardo. Nice to meet you. If you're too young or you're too young for this podcast, if you don't know what we're referencing. Yep. No, I'm good. My name is Maddie. Good. I'm Allison. I'm good, too. Um, I'm sorry I'm finishing up my smoothie. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah, welcome, folks. It's not a phase, mum. It's not a phase, mum. Mommy. Mama. (laughs) Don't make it weird. (laughs) I'm I'm not making it weird. (laughs) You did, though. You looked at me and you gave me that, like, A concerned look? (laughs) Okay. Yes, I don't like when you look concerned at me. Okay. Episode sorry. 24. Shut your mouth. 24. 24. We're almost to 25. Oh my god. That's half a year. Yeah. No, it's not. Oh my god, it is. We're over half a year. Ah! That's crazy! <laughs> wow. And we have listeners in two more countries now? Did we yeah. already talk about that in the last what episode? Up Sweden and, and Saudi Arabia, I believe. Heck yeah. Yeah, Saudi Arabia and Sweden. So, thanks y'all. This yeah. Is- we love you. <laughs> so, we love you. <laughs> oh okay, we actually do. <clears throat> oh, how what's, was your week? What's new? What's um? Crack a what's new in my in my week? Yeah. What do you mean? Um, last Saturday. Saturday. I took twelve hours. You did. It was actually more like fourteen. Um, Ooh. and I cleaned out my entire house and I got rid of seven bags of garbage and seven bags of donations. Amazing. Not garbage, like. Get rid of stuff. Like I don't have garbage in my house, but just yeah, piles I was just of like trash. Maddie's actually a raccoon. <laughs> um, she's a little trash goblin, a trash yeah. panda. That's a trash panda. Like little hands, little. Yep. Yeah, just like that. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, I don't live in mm. filth. I just got rid of shit that I don't yeah, need no. anymore. Just that wasn't junk. worth donating. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it looks super good in here. When Thank I first you. walked in, you were like, "Let me show you my house." It's oh my god, I know. I'm so excited. It looks so good. Besides that, nothing is new. Yeah. What's new with you? Um, not not too much. You know, just doing wedding planning stuff. Mm. I, yeah, it's been good. Speaking of, we need to do that wedding thing we were gonna do today. Yes, we do for your bridal shower. Yes, we do. I was gonna be like, "Yo, we're not doing podcasting until we do that." Until and then, uh, we got on a tangent about talking about started. What were we talking about when I was sitting over there? Oh, gosh. I, don't, I, don't. I literally don't remember what we were talking about before we sat down to record. Honestly, I don't remember either. I feel like we both have... Hello? <laughs> and the crystal was, like, I, off I the charging plate. I don't know. Some. I think we need to... Did, we, need to we need a smudge or something. Why can't I... Anyway, okay. okay we're back. Well, I had um, Gordy's hi-hat today for lunch, which Yum. was literally so the good. best lunch ever. 
Tasty. If you're from Minnesota, it's in Cloquet. Yep. And it's like this little uh, car hop diner <clears throat> place. It's a car only, Yeah. I love that. <clears throat> That's what it's called. Cute. Um, and they're only running like spring and summer. Mm. And so they're closed in the fall and winter yep. when I need them most. That. <laughs> Everything closes when it's cold outside. And then that's when you need the most comfort food. But Correct. Got to eat it all in the summertime. Yeah. There's also a little drive-in um, by my house. I wonder mm-hmm. if that place is open yet. Probably not. Probably not. I feel like they may in May, like May. Yeah. They might open in May. <clears throat> they Drive-ins are don't so fun. open back up, I'm going to cry. Yeah. In their parking lot. Yeah, on the like, ground. Like uh, you're gonna like drop to your knees and like arms like. Why? 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 Yeah. Why? Honestly, yeah. it's the best, and it's so cheap too. And then I'll probably get something thrown at me from a homeless person. Yeah. And then, and then you'll be like, get tetanus. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why does it keep happening? <laughs> Everything will just happen that day. It'll yeah. just be. That'll that'll be a bad day. Yeah. But hopefully we won't have to do that. Hopefully it's not a why day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I did a really fun thing yesterday. What'd you do? Um, well, after the ground beef fiasco. Guys, <laughs> she sits down. That's probably why I can't remember anything, because she literally sat down and was like, Maddie, did I tell you about my ground beef fiasco? What? No. No, you didn't. <laughs> okay, okay. So I, I, I had a thing of, like, a little law. I had a pound of ground beef, and then after work, I was like, okay, well, I'm, I want some tater tot hot dish, so I grabbed all the other things, so I grabbed the cream mushroom, got the little, like, tater tots and the veggies and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and I got home, and I did some dishes, brought the pan out, and I was like, all right, I'm going to start making this, so it was getting kind of late, I was hungry, I was tired, and I went to, like, open the fridge to grab the ground beef, and then I remembered... I already used that ground beef earlier in the week to make tacos, and I was so sad. And I mean, yeah, I could have drove somewhere and got literally like. I could have. I could have like on it. I just yeah, I didn't want to, and so I was sad. And then I just made a grilled cheese, Um, and cried. But yeah, (laughs) just a little bit. I I I pouted, and Ryan's like, "Oh my gosh, Allison, you're fine." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm not fine. You're not. So I bought ground beef today." And I'm going to make it tonight, so that's going to be delicious. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I also, I've been trying to do some more meal prepping stuff. Oh. So I made... Whoa. I know. I'm trying to get my life together. Um, I made breakfast sandwiches. And oh. I had that today. Oh, so good. So you got, you know, like, your English muffins, and you mm-hmm. got your cheese, and you mm-hmm. got your slices of ham, mm-hmm. and then eggs. And then you kind of, like, cook them a little bit in the oven. Mm-hmm. Like, everything's already, like, you know, you cook the eggs and everything. And so just... how do you make the eggs? Is it, do you make them, like, round? I, that was or an option. did you option. scramble them? I just scrambled them. But did next time I'm going to do little, um, like, I'm going to bake them in the oven on a sheet pan and then cut them with the cookie cutter so it's a perfect little circle. Wow. Um, I didn't do that because I was lazy and I was like, I'm just going to do scrambled <laughs> and it's going to be messy, but it's still going to taste good and it's fine. Yeah. But they're too messy and it's bothering me yeah so next time i'm gonna actually like cut them out and like have yeah. little perfect circles Amazing. but they're tasty and it's a lot cheaper than like buying them from places so trying Good to for you. trying to save that money um but yeah yeah we saved that money yeah, save yeah money. babe <laughs> do you know that song who Betty does Wop and uh 
Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky. Yeah. If you don't listen to Lil Dicky, like, you gotta. What are you doing? Give him, give him a chance. He's <laughs> just give him a chance. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Lil Dicky's <laughs> biggest fan, apparently. Just uh, give him a chance. Just give him a chance. Yeah. Oh god. I was thinking about that the other day. How you literally listen to like, um, parody music. Yeah. Not really parody, but like. Uh-huh. Like, Lonely Island if they were a real band and mm-hmm. not, like, a joke band. Honestly. <clears throat> or, like, super sad girl shit and no, no one between. Yeah. I, like, I was also listening to some really cool, um, it was either Russian or Ukrainian. Oh I don't, it was, it was, <laughs> I think it was a song from a TikTok and then I was like, I have to find this song. Oh. Because it was, like, super weird and, like, creepy. And then it just popped up on Spotify on, like, my daily mix. And I was like, you're right, Spotify. I'm going to listen to this while I'm on my way to work. Um, it's really cool. I can, let me, let me just grab it real quick because it, I'll play, like, two seconds of it. It's wild. Oh. Um, of course, here we are with our TikTok <clears throat> yep. songs being, you know, it's, it's fun. Being um, that weird age between millennials and Gen Z. <laughs> Like, oh my exactly. god, I love TikTok. I love it. Oh, it's fun, okay? It's oh, it's fun and different. Where? I actually learned it? so much on TikTok. Like, honestly, yeah. Sometimes <clears throat> I feel dumb because I'm like, am I too old for this? But then I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Even you know that doesn't matter. Why is it not connecting? Ah, there it is. Ooh. Hello. Struggling with technology. Allison is geriatric. Dun dun. I'm geriatric hey. too, though. It's okay. I'm trying to fill the words and fill the silence. And... What the fuck? That's the album cover. <laughs> what on earth? I was like jamming on my way to like the pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great. It's weird. Oh God, that's yeah. Wow. That's I was jamming to the pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> Things we say now. Oh gosh, yeah. Hmm. So that was. I, that's not like the normal music that I listen to, but it. I, I just do like a little, like a little seasoning of that to you oh, know make yeah. it, keep it interesting. <laughs> you like dancing like a gremlin in your car. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> well it's fun too because like since it's in another language i'm like i have no idea what they're saying but it's a bop so like, if anyone is from whatever country they speak that language yeah in, tell us what they mean us, i mean i could just like google the lyrics but that's probably I'm not that's not fun yeah i'm not interact gonna do with that. Our, exactly our fans. if you are what i i don't i don't even know i don't know i yeah i'm not sure are you sing that song tell if us what you you're you singing are the artist please <laughs> let us know I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, oh my goodness. Speaking of pharmacies. <clears throat> oh. Um, you uh, might need to get... I just really made a shitty segue. I was like, speaking of pharmacies, stress medicine. You're planning a wedding. That equals stress. But I shit the bed really I thought, hard. I thought you were going to lead into your topic with that. I was like, speaking of pharmacies. Oh, speaking of pharmacies, <laughs> let's talk about... The female reproductive system. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like what? No, oh. <laughs> I'm not sure where that was going, but 
Wow, oh, I just I, I feel another I, I see another sneeze in your face. It was a that wasn't a sneeze, that was a cough. Oh. <clears throat> and then I just <clears throat> needed to cough again, oh. but I just grunted it out. Okay. Um speaking nice of grunts, actually though, I just showed oh. Allison um every Michael Jackson oh grunt gosh. ever. I it's did three not. minutes and fifty one seconds on YouTube if you just type in every Michael Jackson grunt ever. Um it's that was so uncomfortable. It's like Michael. watching a porno. Um, it sounds so bad. Listening to a porno, yeah, I guess. Well, it's yeah, just, it's just lots of like. Yeah, it's just, it's just and very, there's like smack. I don't. I yeah. Yeah, there's like smacking and. I'm I was like, on. Patty, what are we watching? It's <laughs> <laughs> like I don't understand. Okay, yeah, it was funny. I mean, it was it was it was humorous, but before you pulled it up and before you figured it out, you were like, it's bad. You know, you know that song, and I was like, what? <laughs> You literally, you were like, oh, you know, you know, you know, and I'm like, no, I don't know what the I'm one. talking. Yeah. Yeah. And then you called your brother and he's like, oh yeah, I know that. I was like, what? <laughs> what? what? Like how? What? <laughs> yeah. That, that sibling bond though. That's, yeah. That's, that's probably, yeah, I, I guess. Know. I love that. <laughs> you know um, that. It's, yeah. It's, I was like, <laughs> no, I really, I, I truly... I don't know, and I still am not sure if I know because okay. I kind of wish I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. We should we should post that somewhere because yeah, it's, I want everyone else something. to experience that. If I had to, you guys have to now. Yeah. So. Yeah. So on that note, let's let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. So tonight, this evening, t- today, this morning, this where now. are you in where? your day? Yeah. I mean, wherever you are, are you? Yeah. Are you on the toilet? Are you on the to- on the, your couch? That's your first. Th- yes, people listen to us on the well, toilet. I went to gastroenterology or get, get like <laughs> gastroenterology. I went to the GI to doctor today, so I got I got I got the bathroom on the brain. I guess I'm not gonna try and say that. Word. Hashtag gastro gastro entronology Entrono- That just sounds wrong. It's not. Okay. I'm sorry. What is happening? I'm trying to pull the footstool so oh I don't gosh. have to. My legs are tired from I today. Know. I'm seeing cross legged. <clears throat> and eventually my legs are going to have to, like, they're going to fall asleep. And yeah. I'm going to be like, oh, I have to move my legs. And, and then, then not trying to bump the mic. And then I'm going like to be like, whack. And then it's going to be loud noises. And yeah. People are going to be scared. And then Maui's going to bark. Maui's again. barking in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there she goes. She again. is just. The struggle is real with yeah. trying to podcast in a house it's... with two dogs and uncomfy women, you know, we're... that have bad joint issues that need to move. <laughs> we we need knees, <laughs> new ones preferably. If anyone wants to donate to our Patreon so we yeah. can get new knees, please. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll put the link below. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So, all right, we're just gonna jump in. What are you talking about? So I'm talking about um, wedding traditions and superstitions and fun facts. Because since my wedding's coming up, I have been doing like random research for like actual wedding stuff. And then I was like, I wonder what, I think like the reason why it like like sparked interest is because I was like, well, I love like learning about like Scandinavian heritage 
and traditions in like Norwegian cultures and like like Swedish and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I do. Look at me. I <laughs> I started to stutter. No, I'm like looking directly oh, looking like above the microphone, almost. like through oh, okay. my microphone. So I look so silly. It's, yeah, it's like okay. If I focus like on the microphone, a little bit. it's your whole face. But if mm-hmm. I look at you, the microphone is like on your nose. Okay, so and it's I look like I'm looking at you it. like this. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I'm a child. Anyway, no, I was just like I'm talking fine. Swedish. That's <laughs> yes. Weddings. Random things, and so yes. I looked up, and it was like it got me. It got me interested in other cultures. So this is just a whole bunch of traditions and fun facts. I'm super excited. So to hear yeah, um, kind of wish I would have heard these prior to. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So, um, I'm really excited to talk about that. Yes. It's super. Fun. I can't wait for your wedding. I know it's gonna. It, it's One of our listeners up. is coming. Like I it's, know it's a party. <laughs> I I can't even believe oh, it. When Allie gosh. told me, I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I mean, fuck it. You want to come? <laughs> we'll have to do a live podcast at your. Wedding. Oh my gosh. A yes. Live Instagram. Like. Yep. Maddie's drunk off tequila. Yep. You'll just. Yep. It'll be a You'll lot be of. You'll be on the tables. Yep. Our listeners are just going to be, happen, like, so. taking photos of, like, Disney World. I don't know. Mark your calendars. June 12th. There'll be an Instagram Live. Yeah, right. Some point in that day. <laughs> we don't know when. <laughs> if, we hmm. get, if we get through the day. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe. We'll see. Tentative. Tentative. Okay. Um, so I'm taking a suit. Oh, my God. I'm going to kill my it, dog. It's, they're fine. You know, it's just, like, it's white noise in the background. Okay. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> It's not why your dog. Oh, so. yes. Um, so, so I'm in a really cool class right now called yes. Biology of Women. And yes. it's the last day of March, which is Women's Month. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I just really think that other people should know this information. I've been sharing it on my personal Instagram. Yep. But I wanted to share this with other people yeah. as well, especially women that listen to mm-hmm. um, our podcast. Because well, I think like 92% of our listenership is... Mm-hmm women so yeah so and i want to talk for about the men that are listening to oh yeah for sure everyone should learn this stuff and non-binary like this is just it's just cool yeah if you have female reproductive parts yeah that's what i'm going to be talking about today it's cool and the you know i'm going to give names for like the things that we weren't taught mm-hmm. and i'm going to talk about things that like i didn't know before i took yeah. this class i'm 23 years old yeah. and I like, like a lot of people our age or even older that yeah they just they don't know certain things about their bodies or about their partner's bodies and yeah it's should, terrifying yeah you should know that kind of like stuff. you should be able to say vagina and mm-hmm. vulva and penis and not have like, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or it's like, like the, it's just, you know the down there get pride. no we're not barbagine from reba yeah, no. <laughs> like we can like say this out loud <laughs> it's just terms we can be it's an adult is. about it yeah no. literally just a word mm-hmm. so after this episode, everyone's going to be, like, ready to get married yeah. and ready to tell the world about their vulva. Exactly. This is perfect. <laughs> Great. You know, and they're going to just be full of fun facts. And yes. The the amount of random knowledge that you learn from us, I... Yeah. It's it's really... It's, it's heartwarming. Oh, my God. Where'd you hear that? Maddie and Allie. <laughs> oh, my God. This podcast. I oh, my to. God. You'll well, never believe it. <laughs> Sorry. That was my blender bottle smoothie yeah you i had to close girl. it because i didn't want to like smack it and then have smoothie fly everywhere oh on God. your carpet because on my tarot cards yeah do you want to know what happened okay we'll get to it eventually <laughs> but speaking of tarot cards so oh i God. was i was cleaning my house the other day i was vacuuming and instead of moving 
the love seat, like the lazy boy. Mm-hmm. Love seat. Lazy boy. <laughs> the chair. Recliner. Is it, is it a love seat? Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. No, okay. Ew. <laughs> the chair. Recliner. You know what I'm talking about. The one in the corner. So instead of moving that to vacuum behind it, I just kind of like contorted myself kind of like over it. Mm-hmm. And I think like my ponytail or my elbow knocked my tarot cards out because they're like on that shelf yep <clears throat> and they had been collecting dust i feel bad but it's fine and the box like fell on the ground obviously mm-hmm. guess what one card just shot out face up fuck death no the tower <laughs> i was the like t- oh god <laughs> I was like not again the tower <laughs> Yeah. For those of you that don't know, the tower means that shit's going nuts. It's like you'd need to accept change yeah. and like this and yeah. I then I was like, oh, okay, I need to. Oh my god. Yeah. I was like, all right. Or I mean, it could have been just a random thing, but I read into everything. So I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, the one card. Yep. Your life's yeah. in flames, kind of. Yeah. I was like, you're, you're, you're not wrong. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff going on right now. Was but... it your your female deck or your um, original? It was deck? my OG one. Oh yeah. my god. I was just like, all right, thanks. And then I kept vacuuming. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to vacuum right over that one. Okay. So jumping back, um, I'm not going to spill this movie. And we're going to just talk about wedding traditions. Yeah, I'm ready. Jumping in, wedding traditions in Italy. So some fun stuff, if you Mm -hmm. like Italy. Um, In bygone (laughs) Italy. Because that's a perfect way to start. I know, right? Italy, it's romantic, (laughs) Italy, you you like pasta? There we go. (laughs) If you like bread sauce and, and red wine, wine you're gonna you like, like Italy. Red, you like the red stuff? Okay. Yeah. So in Italy, wedding festivities uh, kicked off in the morning, ideally on a Sunday. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Regional okay. Italian folklore uh, dictated that couples should never marry or oh. leave for their honeymoon on a Friday or a Tuesday. I got married on a Friday. <gasps> or they'd be bound to have loads of bad luck. Well, Sundays, Saturdays, I can read. Well, Saturdays were reserved for widows getting hitched to husband number two. Oh, dear Apparently, God. Saturdays are like bad luck. But it is the most popular day for weddings. Well, luckily, we're not Italian, so Exactly. <laughs> but if you're Italian, yeah. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, in addition to a white gown, uh, the bride would cover her face with a veil as protection from unruly spirits and also as a symbol for her chastity. Um, <laughs> I just meanwhile can't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the groom did his part to repel spirits by holding a piece of iron in his pocket. Mm. You know, you know, to ward off the, the bad, bad stuff. The, yeah. Yep. And so she had a veil, and he had a piece of iron. Yep. He Great. Had a chunk of. Uh, yeah. yeah. Masculinity. He didn't need a veil. Testosterone. <laughs> manly okay (laughs) and the night before the wedding italian brides wore green as it was meant to bring good luck Mm. and italian brides and grooms uh made their way to the chapel on foot uh in some regions absolutely not there are pictures of feet in that day and will not have clammy ass sweaty dusty ass delicious disgusting feet that day rocks stuck between your toes yuck little mud under the toenails Ooh. I'm upset. Rough feet. Okay, this I is literally just got full body goosebumps when you said that. <laughs> oh, okay, so in some regions, it was considered bad luck for the groom to turn around once he stepped foot outside of his house on his wedding day. So, in order to combat that, um, a group of his friends would accompany him to the ceremony just in case he forgot anything and need someone to go back for it. 
Mm. And after the wedding ceremony, the couple would shatter a vase, and the number of broken pieces represented the number of years they'd be happily married. So, (laughs) broke in half. It was indestructible. (laughs) (laughs) So naturally, they did their best to smash it to smithereens. That's kind of fun, though. I like, know, right? Get all your stress out. Yeah, just, just break it shit. to the ground. I love it. That's I, I kind of want to do that. I, I'll just, like, do it. And then Ryan will be like, Can what is happening? Do it? Yeah. Yeah. Just the girls. Just, <laughs> just like, break. Breaking shit. <laughs> just look away. It's fine. <laughs> look at all the pieces. Oh, my God. Well, have a happy marriage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, villagers, might also, villagers might also set up a log for the newlyweds to saw through with a double-handed saw representing how well they work together in their Absolutely new partnership. Not. I like that one. I like the no manual one, labor. No one needs That's to see what, the sweat beads. I think I think that I think I'm going to do that for my wedding. Like Okay, Paul Bunyan. Yeehaw. <laughs> well, call me Lumberjill. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> more of Italian weddings. So, even hundreds of years ago, food was an essential part of an Italian wedding, obviously. Food obviously. Is very important. Uh, courses of antipasta, uh, calamari, pasta, fish, pork, and more were accompanied by liqueur or wine. A liqueur. Liqueur. Laker. Uh, guests. <laughs> guests could always count on having some wanda, which is bow ties of fried dough dipped in powdered sugar that symbolized good luck. And even the confetti was edible. So like a... Like a donut. Uh, what's that thing like you get pretzel? at the fair? Like a funnel cake. A funnel cake. Yeah. But a bow tie. And it's, it's a noodle. It's a sweet noodle. It's a sweet noodle. Wow. Sweet noodle of love. <laughs> Sugar. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Sugar-covered co- almonds. So Sugar-covered almonds, or Jordan almonds, as we know them. Oh. Did you know that? No. Oh, yeah. That's a, in, like, Bridesmaids. When they have food poisoning, yeah. and she's like, "I have oh, yeah. some Jordan almonds." Like, <laughs> those are Jordan almonds. She's like puking as she's <laughs> chewing on it. Oh, God, just like yes. dried. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So those are Jordan almonds, mm-hmm. sugar-covered almonds, uh, which represent the bitter and sweet parts of life. Uh, <laughs> These are cheesy. <laughs> I know some, they're, they're ridiculous, but it's fun. You know, it's so I, fun. Yeah. I love um, it. So they served as both a treat and something to toss at the newlyweds oh, as God. they made their exit. Not the Jordan almonds. Imagine just getting. <laughs> Pelted with almonds. Oh god. <laughs> and they're not just plain it's almonds, like but like covered in like this thick coating. Like sticky. Those could like leave. See, that's a why mark. you don't do the hand the manual labor, because then you're gonna sweat and then the stick's gonna it's gonna stick to you. You're gonna be covered. You're gonna cover almonds. almonds and you just that's no one true. wants to be covered in sticky Jordan almonds. Yeah. Yeah. Not 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 a way to go. Oh gosh. Okay, so after they got pelted with almonds, um, <laughs> Italian brides and grooms would lead their guests in a jaunty circular jig called the Tarantella. Do you know about the Tarantella dance? No. It was a song I played for piano. It was like, I'm not going to. Hum it for me right now. I don't remember it. Oh. Right as I started, like, mm-hmm. the two notes, I'm like, that's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> not right. <laughs> okay. Legend has it, because I got to have some creepy stuff in here. Yeah. Uh, legend has it that this springy dance could save victims from poisonous tarantula bites. Ah, yes, Mm -hmm. because we often come across poisonous tarantulas that bite. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Cool. Precisely. I've never been more excited to not be Italian. Honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. This part is kind of fun. Uh, So in Continue with Italians is the bride carries a satin bag 
also known as a Laborsa. Laborsa? Pronounce that for me. What is it? I would say Laborsa. That's probably very wrong. It's American. Okay. At the reception, uh, for guests to place envelopes of money in. Mm. A tradition called a bust. A buste. Um, somewhere around their necks for the male guests to drop in money for exchange for a dance. So that's like the dollar dance. Cute. Which definitely gonna do because that's super fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really like that. Cool. And wedding traditions in China. Yes. Cool. Um, Chinese couples consulted an astrologer or fortune teller to find a favorable, favorable date. Um, derived from their birth dates. Mm-hmm. That is so cute. Isn't it adorable? That's adorable. Yeah. I Should love that. Mm-hmm. Um, for centuries, Chinese brides wore the traditional qi pao, a bright red silk dress with intricate gold embroidery. Very beautiful. So pretty. So pretty. If you haven't seen them, go Google a picture. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Uh, these loose, high-necked, long sleeve gowns fell all the way to the ground, revealing only the bride's head, hands, and toes. So at the reception, the bride would often change gowns several times throughout the night to display the opulence of her fairy family. Sorry. I love it. Um, her fairy family. Her fairy family. <laughs> why isn't, like, why is having more than one wedding dress, like, bougie? Why can't that be a thing? Why can't we like have a cocktail? I feel like some people do that, honestly. Like, we need to have, like, three different gowns for this evening. Be, that should be more normalized because... I agree. We all get sweaty and it's fun to switch it up, too. Yeah. Like, have, like, your cocktail hour one, yeah. and then you have your party one that yeah. it's, like, a little jumper, and you can, like, yeah. dance to it, like, a little romper action. Yeah. Love that. Wow. Um, on the morning of the wedding, the groom and groomsmen would make their way to the bride's home, where the bridesmaids would give the groom a hard time by forcing him to ne- negotiate his way into the house with money. Uh, once the groom made a satisfying enough offer and was deemed worthy enough of entering the house, he could join the bride's parents for tea served by the bride as a parting ritual. I love that so much. <laughs> wow. <laughs> give me 10, give me 20, give me 20. <laughs> 75. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> to your husband. <laughs> um, <clears throat> weddings are a great excuse for families to flaunt their wealth and serving a 10 to 12 course banquet is common go. at a Chinese wedding. Oh my God. Yes. Shark fin soup was once a staple delicacy. <clears throat> Bessie. Excuse me. <clears throat> At upward of $100 a bowl today, oh my God, yeah. could drain anyone's bank account quickly. Um, uh, so I could serve 10 people <laughs> that bowl right now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh due to the environmental implications, many couples are skipping scar- uh, shark and splurging on other <laughs> other menu items like fine French wine. Yes. Amazing. shark fin soup no wine wine yes Just here have a bowl of wine yes i take a bowl of wine. i would take a bowl of wine no um at more elaborate weddings the couple and their guests would enjoy a performance called the lion dance in which performers dressed as powerful felines swayed to the beat of drums gongs cymbals to scare away evil spirits <laughs> exactly <laughs> I, like I did that. I, I was doing i was doing the dance yes my own <clears throat> interpretation of it um after the wedding feast friends and family would follow the couple into their bedroom making as much noise as possible and taunting them all in good fun of course we terrified it's so awkward guests tried to stay in the room for as long as they could before the privacy starved couple kicked them out what that's actually like that's popular in some other cultures too i looked up that's in like viking traditions that like Why? the groups of people like follow them to the bedroom to like make sure they do the deed 
what the heck i know it's so weird i will not do that at your wedding you're not gonna follow me no no (laughs) no (laughs) no taunting and make as much noise as possible like that's terrifying my ass would get kicked out so fast This drunk white Minnesota girl. <laughs> she's like she's yelling things. She won't leave us profanities. I just, grabbing things. Oh she's god. Crushed. She's naked. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. She only has one shoe on. <laughs> Security. Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> Ooh. So my mom's listening to this. Ah. Tell her about the the next one. Alright. Wedding traditions in Mexico. So are we ready? <clears throat> yeah. Picture this. Oh. A summer evening. Oh. Yes. That's it. That's it. Oh. <laughs> that's it. Okay. I just, I just want grass. Okay. Mm-hmm. The br- <laughs> I want to run barefoot on fresh grass. Okay. That I'm derailing. That, that's okay. not a tradition in Mexico. It's not that's a tradition in Mexico. Thousand. I'm just, I'm, yeah. Okay. Sad. Yes. <laughs> so, a summer evening. The bridal attire would vary depending on the region from simple white cotton to a colorfully embroidered weeple. Um, which is a dress. Spanish-inspired mantilla veils. Mantilla veils. Mantilla? Oh. Did you ever take Spanish? No. <laughs> I took French. <laughs> okay. You should do this one. Two L's is like Ia. Ah, okay. Yeah. Spanish-inspired mantilla veils. <laughs> <laughs> we call it as well. I guess I'm going to go full George Lopez. Okay. Damn. <laughs> that was so low. <laughs> Okay. Oh, All right. Okay. Anyway, okay. we're just Ooh. we're gonna glaze over that yep. one. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm sorry. So those were common. Those <laughs> those veils. <laughs> the giggles now. Ah. Okay. She might also wear a blue slip, or sew three ribbons, one yellow, one blue, and one red, into her undergarments to symbolize food, money, <laughs> and passion. In the years to come. Oh. All right. You sew those ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> the groom would usually wear lightly colored... <laughs> Your face. Uh, guayabera. Guayabera. <laughs> yeah. We had to look up... I thought I I thought I thought had the pronunciations in my head, but then I, I see these words and I'm like, oh, it's so white. I don't know. Oh, dear <clears> God. <throat> Amazing. Okay. Where were we? <laughs> uh, okay. So basically, he would wear a loose fitting shirt perfectly yes. suited for the Mexican sun. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. Continue. And during the ceremony, the groom would give his bride 13 gold coins called eras, uh, which eras. means eras. Uh, which means <laughs> deposit in English, so he That's give us some money. <laughs> That's how Google Translate like said it to Yeah, it's like God, I was like, oh, dear God. I I jumped. (laughs) He gave me a fright. Uh, That symbolizes Christ and his apostles. He got like the 13. God, got a toss. Yep. I thought he had 12. Well, it's him and the 13th. Yeah. Oh. He's number 13. Okay. Yep. Which symbolized Christ and his apostles. I didn't just listen to you. Sorry. You don't really listen. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was supposed to be funny, and then you took it personally. Oh, no. I'm a Virgo. I'm emotional. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. Okay. Tell me about Following. the Following. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I'm 
Jones. <laughs> Momentary possession? What the hell? <laughs> I need to go back and listen to that. Yeah. Hang on a second. Oh, God. Oh my god, that was hilarious. That was amazing. That was not a toot, it was a, um, you know when you're like laughing in your mouth, up, you know, like, kind of, it was like, drop down and I'll get like, oh my gosh, I don't know what that oh, I think I peed a little. Ooh, I think I did too. Okay, okay. now that we're uh, full of piss and vinegar, let's continue, Mostly shall we? piss, okay. Following the vows. <laughs> oh gosh, Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> Following the vows, the priest would wrap a lazo or lasso, a large rosary, rope, or a band of flowers in a figure eight around the couple's necks <laughs> to represent their eternal unity. Oh, dear God. I mean, a little Mom, n- scratch that one off. It's a little noosey. I'm not going to. I don't like I, that. Especially with the priest holding it, yeah, I just like I don't like picture crazy that. eight. Yeah, like literally like rosary, infinity like, symbol. Like I, mm, Jesus. okay, yeah, yeah. I, okay, it's it's unique. <laughs> so you have the crazy eight, and the next one says spicy rice and beans. <laughs> this is perfect. I mean, they know how to party. This is you know, it might be it might be a little odd, but okay. Then we got spicy rice, beans, and tortillas. Yeah. Uh, the traditional Mexican wedding cake is made with nuts and dried fruit, and it's soaked in rum. So oh my God. delicious. Wow. Rum-soaked fruit cake. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> A mariachi band. Why did you look? Did I say that wrong too? No, my, okay. you were so hypersensitive. I literally looked at you. Okay, well, I feel like every time I say a word, you just like. I don't. Okay. I, you, no. Okay. I don't. I'm, I'm hyper aware of it. Okay. It's a mariachi band. Mariachi band. Okay. Yeah, you said that. Okay. 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 All right. Oh my god! I thought sensitive. it said guillotine, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> yeah, get sorry. Dark real quick. Reading ahead. <laughs> okay, so a mariachi band with at least two violins, two trumpets, one Spanish guitar, one vihuela, and one guitar. Vihuela. Vihuela. Okay. Yes. Um. Yes. Would provide the day's music. So, gotta have that. Got the whole kit and caboodle. Everything. Uh, La Marcha, a dance similar in appearance to the elaborate game of Follow the Leader, would serve as the couple's reception entrance. I love that. Mm-hmm. Two lines, led by a, um, each led by a family elder, would weave around the room, eventually meeting to form a bridge with their oh, arms before breaking apart to form a circle around the bride and groom for their first dance. That's adorable. Super cute. And then bridal attendants called madrinas, godmothers, uh, they help the brides by making the plans, arranging bouquets, and keeping a general handle on the day's events. And it would also be their responsibility to guide the bride throughout her married life. Oh, cute. So sweet. That's very cute. <clears throat> All right. Wedding traditions in Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with almost 20 hours of sunlight each day. Wow, they're probably never sad. I know. Ever. We should just go to Sweden. Why don't we move to Sweden? I think Minnesota needs to just... Not Minnesota, but... <laughs> the whole state. Ew, I would plunk not. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of Minnesota that can stay yeah. in Minnesota. <laughs> uh, so, with almost 20 hours of sunlight each day, summer was considered the prime wedding season. Mm. As it should. Yes. Um, 
A crown of myrtle leaves on the bride's head represented virginity, while a gold coin from her father in her right shoe and a silver one from her mother in her left shoe guaranteed she would never go without. I love that. That's so cute. I'm going to put um, a sixpence in my shoe. I love that. Because the, <clears throat> the like, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue, mm-hmm. the rest of that little poem or whatever yeah. is, and a sixpence in her shoe. <clears throat> so I love that. I need to get... If anyone knows where I can get a sixpence, send me a Holla message. at your girl. I need a sixpence. <laughs> can I get a sixpence? Yeah. Can I get a sixpence? You know? Yep. Do you know the song? But yeah. Sixpence. Yeah. yeah. Punny. Anyway, eee. in some regions, uh, brides and bridesmaids also carried bouquets of fragrant weeds to ward off trolls. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> get fuck away <laughs> be gone trolls <laughs> uh, the couple would also <clears throat> enter the church together and the first step the first to step foot over the threshold was said um, to become the relationship's leader like the competition it's like I wear the pants oh like I'm gonna oh yeah. and the first of them to yep. step over the threshold was said the relationship leaders okay I love that I was like what <laughs> what's leading them <laughs> their toes the traditional swedish smorgasbord lasted for three days and included pickled herring mm. a herring a herring um lingonberry jam oh. and swedish meatballs so good three days of that so ikea the buffet ikea yeah so good <laughs> if you want to know what it's like to get married in sweden <laughs> experience the buffy <laughs> the buffet at ikea <laughs> the buffet at ikea okay <clears throat> throughout dinner the guests I guess it's would... not a buffet it's like a okay i mean it's, it's like, i wish it's... it was all you can eat that'd yeah, be yeah it's like a be amazing it's, it's like, like a, a cafeteria kind of yeah, yeah. like a hot yeah. food place like a like a place where they where well, they sell hot food. Well, like you know? the you know when you go to a grocery store and you go to the deli and yeah. they have like the hot food they section. Like That's a hot what bar, a yeah. hot bar, an IKEA hot bar. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Throughout dinner, the guests would sing love songs and eventually rowdy folks accompanied by a fiddle. So imagine the scene in the bottom of Titanic when Rose jumps on the table. Yes. That's a Swedish wedding. Fun. Yeah. I love that. I'd want a party. That. Every guest was welcome <clears throat> to give a speech or a toast in honor of the couple. Can you imagine? Every single one. Every single guest. Pass the mic. 220 people. We gotta go. Thinking back, your yeah. wedding. Every single person at your wedding. No. We had enough speeches. Oh my god. <laughs> we had so many. That's true. Didn't even try. And it was just was like, There's so just, many everyone people. Everyone just grabbing the mic. And yeah. Like, oh. Then your your fiance brought a, a, toaster, <clears throat> a toaster and a medicine and bottle. The, that was a whole thing. That was a whole thing. It was great. It was great. <laughs> okay. Amazing. Uh, a Swedish bride received not two, but three gold rings from her future husband. Oh. I love this. One was for her engagement. On her wedding day, she'd received two more. One for marriage and one for pregnancy. It's so sweet. Now you're my pregnant wife have a child have a ring yeah wow so cute cool all right jumping on to morocco morocco okay i don't know why i said it i i like it i like the enthusiasm yeah yeah okay historically moroccans celebrated weddings on sundays in the fall at the end of the harvest uh when there was plenty of food to feast on 
I like that. I like this, like... So much food. Just all the food. Delicious. Everyone should bring a gift of a garden to your wedding. I, they just bring you food. Like like a potted plant? Like, here, have a... <laughs> no. Like, here, have, like... A single turnip? No, like, I'm gonna get all the food in my garden, put it in oh. a basket, and give it to you. Okay. Nourish okay. your body. I love that. I was just imagining, like, here, have a carrot. Be like, yes. Straight out the dirt. Just... I, I mean, I prefer the dirt on it. Okay. Well, well... No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <clears throat> Morocco. So, the clothing varied greatly by region, as most places do, uh, but what all Moroccan wedding apparel shared was color, and lots of it. Uh, as in other cultures, different hues held meaning. For example, uh, yellow was worn to swear to scare away people. <laughs> swear. To Fuck be gone! <laughs> be gone! Fuck you! <laughs> was Fuck worn you! To... This is my wedding! <laughs> Go away! Fuck you! <laughs> Yes. I'm going to think of that when I think, when I say yellow now. Yeah. Just like an angry sun. <laughs> ah! A super smile. But yes. Like... Just the eyes. Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Amazing. Okay. So yellow <laughs> to scare away evil and green was to bring good luck. Mm. Uh, in preparation for the big day, the bride and her attendants uh, would have a henna party. Mm. I love this. Receiving temporary tattoos on their hands and feet with the brides being the most intricate, of course beautiful and a traditional moroccan wedding lasted up to seven days oh my god i love this i need to take the whole month off honestly with separate parties for the men and women the first three days were spent preparing partying and beautifying the bride on the fourth day the couple was married on the fifth and sixth days the celebrations raged on love it just full week long better yes finally on the seventh day the parties combined, and the bride was placed on a cushion and held aloft in front of her friends and family. Men yes. would hoist the groom up on their shoulders, and the new couple would be carried off to a special room to oh, consummate the marriage. Oh dear God! I, I, there's a there's a theme like yeah. people just Why bringing people them, following. Yeah, I just it's a little awkward. I, <laughs> it's, it's a little, I don't love it. But, you know, it's tradition. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, fish and chicken, ancient symbols of fertility, if you didn't know, uh, they were also served. Guest savored um, tagine, a chicken, beef, and lamb stew mixed with almonds, apricots, onions, and other spices. Ew. Along... (laughs) (laughs) Alongside heaping piles of couscous. That sounds really good. Like a big stew. Couscous. Couscous, couscous. 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 The one for couscous. Okay. We're derailing. Okay. Pull the lever! Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. That was so loud. Hold on. All right. Sorry. It's okay. Get excited. Okay. Couscous. You know what couscous is? I don't. I just asked you what it was. Oh, it's like quinoa. It's like a quinoa. The amount of people, I'm sure, that say quinoa? that to you. Do you guys have quinoa? Oh, my gosh. I th- In the last week, there's been pronunciations of people. If you're listening for the first time, I work at a grocery store. Um, this lady comes up. She was like, do y'all have shallots? <laughs> and I was like, do we, do we have what? She was like, shallots? Oh, you mean shallots? Yes, we, we have shallots. 
And she's like, okay, well, where, where are the shallots? And this other guy, he comes up. <laughs> oh, my up. God. Yeah. It's, I, like, some of the things I get, like, so we got yeah. some weird things. Like, that eh, makes sense. But I'm like, yeah. shallots? Like, shallot? Like, what? Shallots? And then, of course, obviously, um, we have some Greek cuisine. Mm-hmm. So this older guy comes up, and he's like, y'all got gyros? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, we, we I, I don't think we have gyros. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Gyros. Okay. Okay. Couscous. Oh, my God. The bride and groom <laughs> were ushered into the reception with a lively wedding march called a Zafa. Or Zafa. What's Zafa? Zafa. Complete with music, dancing, and even flaming oh, swords. Oh, God. That's my kind of party. No. Pyromaniacs. That's what, that's what we need. Absolutely not. Pyrotechnics. Carol, No. Please, mom. No. Okay. <laughs> I look like fire. Okay. Guests would dance all night long to the sound of drums, tambourines, and a string instrument called a zither. Ooh. Mm, fancy. And although festivities were probably pretty exhausting, Moroccan brides were treated to some serious pampering, too. Namely, massages and milk baths to purify themselves for the wedding celebration. Wow. For the week-long celebration. Amazing. Awesome. Now... We got short and sweet fun facts. Okay. We can just kind of rattle these off. I'm ready. Do you want to start? Sure. Actually, I want to start. Okay. Because I like odd numbers. (laughs) And you like even numbers. Okay. Right? No. Oh, no. You like odd numbers better? Well, I like odd numbers and multiples of five. But I don't like 37 or like Mm. 39. Then they don't like I like nines and sevens. But okay. Then you go. You start. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I love that. (laughs) Like, I don't like nines. Okay. we, We got it. I'm odd. Okay. Yep. Number one. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know why I had to clear my throat like that. Let me clear my throat. <clears throat> okay. Okay. According to Greek culture, tucking a sugar cube into your glove will sweeten your union. What if it melts? Just soggy. Sticky. Sticky. Sticky white substance. Oh, Ew. God. All right. Number two. The ink... <laughs> I read this as the English beaver. <laughs> was the like, English beaver. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Means> good luck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Miss Trunchable. Um, <clears throat> the English believe a spider found in a wedding dress is a good omen and means good luck. I'm going to plant a spider on myself. Ooh, uh, and I'm going to be like, uh, Daddy, got something stuck on my butt. And you're going to be like, I got you. Dress. And it's going to be like, Amazing. I will simply pass away in the restroom stall <laughs> oh yeah mm, spiders i'm not a fan but i appreciate them from afar yes <clears throat> in english tradition another english tradition wednesday is considered the best day to marry although monday is for wealth and tuesday is for health oh boy mm-hmm. number four the groom carries the bride across the threshold to bravely protect her from evil spirits lurking below. <laughs> Damsel in distress. Oh, oh, carry me. I'd be like, fucking carry me. These heels are yeah, carrying like, me. Like, these dogs are barking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Saturday is the unluckiest wedding day, according to English folklore. Funny. It's the most popular day of the week to get married. I'm getting married on a Saturday, so. Probably because the American corporation of work yeah says you can only do fun stuff on saturdays and sundays yeah so you have one day to have fun and then it's the lord's day to forgive your sins yes and be hungover yeah 
<laughs> okay. Uh, ancient Romans studied pig entrails to determine the luckiest time to marry. That's pig shit, isn't it? Yep. Ancient entrails. Romans, what the they fuck were, were They you were figuring doing? stuff out, you know? I don't think they had um, everything tightened up there. A couple screws loose. A lot of screws loose. And I'd be like, when's the best time to marry? Oh, let me, oh, let me find it. dig in a pig shit. Oh, yep. on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ah. Oh, my gosh. What an episode. Alrighty. So, number seven. Yes. Uh, rain on your wedding day is actually considered to be good luck, according to Hindu tradition. I know. Yeah, it like downpoured <clears throat> for mine. And mm-hmm. it was, I was like, it's good luck. It's fine. It's good. Yeah, and then it was fine. Wipe in tears. Yeah. Well, no, that was for other reasons, but yeah, okay. Uh, for good luck, Egyptian women pinched the bride on her wedding day. No, thank you. A little pinch. Pinch, good pinch, luck. pinch. No. Yeah. Don't, don't touch, touch me. me. Yeah, yeah. No, no, thank you. Middle <clears throat> Eastern brides paint henna on their hands and feet to protect themselves from the evil eye. Love that. So, that's interesting because, like, the evil eye to us is like protecting us from evil you know like the yeah. little evil eye symbol it is it is interesting um different cultures that it's like yeah. some consider it to be like the evil eye or the all-seeing eye yeah um we should we should do some more wait we can, we can add what was what <laughs> i'm sorry what just happened <laughs> i was trying to say we should do like a deep dive into that and talk yeah. about it yeah for an episode but yeah. i just i, I buffered a lot, yeah. I, I had a little glitch. Okay. But it's okay. Uh, on that note, peas mm-hmm. are thrown at Czech newlyweds instead of rice. So, so you can either have rice, bubbles, Jordan almonds, or peas. <laughs> and no other examples. Yep, just those. Those are the only options. Pick your form. <clears throat> yeah. I prefer fire. but Fiery swords. Like sparklers. Okay. It's like little fire. All right. It's classy pyro. Yeah. Okay. Um, this one was already mentioned, but Swedish brides put silver coin for her father, gold coin from her mother, and each mm-hmm. shoe. It's adorable. Um, a Finnish bride traditionally went door to door collecting gifts in a pillowcase, accompanied by an older man who represented long marriage. I didn't. I didn't That's like that like, one. I think that I just... really sounds like trick or treating with a pedophile. <laughs> Um, it kind of does. Like, I don't know. It's like, it's just, yeah, okay, we're going to, we're going to just move right past that one. Yep. Um, Moroccan women take a milk bath, like we said. Yep, they have to purify themselves. Yes. Yes. Have you ever taken a milk bath? Ew, no. That sounds so gross. It's so good for your skin. You could do like coconut milk, so you're not like, ooh, cow milk. Okay, you just you don't like cow milk, so me I... and every other plant-based vegan on this entire earth. Okay, I'm sorry. <sighs> Maybe you just don't like the smell of milk. I don't like the fact that it comes from a cow that's like okay. sitting in a barn and sad and crying and like should is not roaming. But what if it's from also milk? Free-range happy cows. Their udders are flopping. The udders are flopping. Yeah. Um, I just don't like the thought of. Soaking um, in milk. Soaking in milk. Okay. It's good for your skin, but coconut's good too. Why? Because it's got fat in it and it's it's moisturizing. <laughs> yes, I like to moisturize myself <laughs> with fat. 
You can do lard. Give me that lard. Bacon grease. <laughs> I'd take a bath of bacon grease. Okay. <laughs> in Holland. Holland. <clears throat> Holland. Um, a pine tree is planted outside the newlyweds' home as a symbol of fertility and luck. So cute. Ugh. That's adorable. <clears throat> Plant a pine tree. I love that. Yep. So engagement and wedding rings are worn on the fourth finger of the left hand. Because it was once thought that there was a vein in that finger that led directly to the heart. Which I love. There is. Well, it's not like the main or an only one, though. <laughs> it's your only vein. <laughs> the only one goes straight to the heart. Yes, there are yes. veins. But, like, it was thought that, like, that was, like, <clears throat> the one directly, that finger. I love it. Like, straight shot. But I love it. About 70% of all brides sport the traditional diamond on the fourth finger of their left hand. So mm-hmm. I is when was this article written? Because I'd be mm-hmm. interested to see. I think it was pretty recently. Because all yeah. this also, to cite sources, this was all found on the knot.com. like everything. Ooh, love it. And brides.com. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, all from wedding websites. So I don't know where they found their stuff, but if you're a <clears> part <throat> of the thirty percent that doesn't have a diamond, I want to see your wedding ring. Yeah, it's or so cool. The ring. different rings. Yeah, love that. All right, Priscilla Presley's engagement ring was a whopping three and a half carat rock surrounded by a detachable row of smaller diamonds. Oh my, Elvis loved her. Yes. Diamonds set in gold or silver became very popular as as betrothal rings among wealthy Venetians toward the end of the 15th century. Mm, Fancy. In the symbolic language of jewels... A sapphire in a wedding ring means marital happiness. Mm-hmm. A pearl <clears throat> engagement ring is said to be bad luck because its shape echoes that of a tear. Oh, how sad. So nice. One of the his whoa, one of the history. No. One <laughs> of history's earliest engagement rings was given to Princess Mary, daughter of Henry the Seventh, and she was two years old at the time. Oh dear God. What's up with pe- pedophilia? There's a lot in his. Okay. We've learned a lot. Uh, 17 tons of gold are made into wedding rings each year in the U.S. Wow. That's a lot of gold. That's a lot of gold. Damn. Snake rings dotted with ruby eyes were popular wedding bands in, the, in Victorian England. The coils winding into circles symbolizing eternity. Wow. I like that. Uh, Aquamarine represents marital harmony and is <clears throat> said to ensure a long, happy marriage. Oh, so cute. Queen Victoria started the Western world's white wedding dress trend in 1840. Before then, brides would simply just wear their best dress. Wow. Uh, what number are we on? Because I just scrolled down to the bottom of the page and I was like, dear God, we have so many notes. <laughs> <laughs> You're on number 26. 26. 26. Yes. Thank you. Um, in Asia, wearing robes with embroidered cranes symbolizes fidelity for the length of a marriage. Mm. Ancient Greeks and Romans thought that the veil protected the bride from evil spirits. Yeah. Yeah, gotta protect. Brides have worn them ever since. Ever, every time I see a veil, I just think of that the lady in Insidious, mm. the scary witch girl. Yeah. And I just don't like it. I think of, like, La Llorona. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. All right. Uh, On her wedding day, Grace Kelly wore a dress with a bodice made from a beautiful 125-year-old lace. So, like, that 
lace was old. Yeah. Grace Kelly, like, that was a long time ago. Yeah. I wonder where that lace is now. Yeah. And, of course, Jackie Kennedy's bridesmaids were far from frumpy. Uh, she chose pink silk fillet and red satin <laughs> gowns created by designer Anne Lowe, who was also the creator of Jackie's dress. Wow. In Japan, white was always the color of choice for bridal ensembles long before Queen Victoria popularized them in the Western culture. So yet again, mm-hmm. something that white people didn't do first. Yeah. They were just like, we were the first! Ah. <clears throat> so the most expensive wedding ever was the marriage of Sheikh Maktoum's son to Princess Salama um, in Dubai in May of 1981. Uh, guess how much it was. You have the notes in front of you, but guess. Don't look. Um, 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 I actually didn't look. Let's okay, good. say $1 million. No, because people do that now. Um, okay, I'll say like... But that was in the 80s, so... This is in the 80s? Mm-hmm. Okay. In 1981. I'm going to say $30 million. <laughs> $44 million. $44 million on one day absolutely not yeah they just they're called do we us, have they, details do we know why I, we, we could if, I mean, if, if you're curious uh look up the marriage of sheikh rashid bin saeed el maktoum his son um wow to the princess salama salama yeah oh my god okay 44 million okay i can't <clears throat> even count that yeah high. um in korea Brides don bright hues of red and yellow to take their vows. Yes. And brides carry or wear something old on their wedding day to symbolize continuity. Continuity? Why did I just... Continuity? (laughs) (laughs) With the past. That's a hard word. It is. In Denmark, brides and grooms traditionally cross-dressed to confuse evil spirits. I love Yes, so much. So we're now moving to Denmark. <laughs> yes. Can we have friends in Denmark? Can we watch you get married? Is anyone in Denmark? Can we just move there? Honestly, I think Denmark has the, it's like the top rated happiness scale in the, the entire world. Denmark yeah, and Sweden. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Amazing. I love that. Okay, the something blue in bridal ensembles uh, symbolize purity, fidelity, and love. In Egypt, the bride's family traditionally does all the cooking for the week after the wedding so the couple can relax. Now that I like. Yeah, I that's, like that. that's nice. I like that. I like that a lot. Except they'll be like, you're going to eat what I made you or you're going to starve. And I'll be like, oh my god, okay. Uh, <laughs> just mac and cheese. <laughs> just keep it simple. <laughs> that's kale salad. Okay. In South Africa, the parents of both bride and groom traditionally carried fire from their hearths oh to light God. a new fire in the newlyweds' hearth. That sounds just dangerous. torches. Just whoosh, whoosh. Oh. I like that. That's fun. The tradition of a wedding cake comes from ancient Rome, where revelers broke a loaf of bread over the bride's head for fertility's sake. Ah, break yes. the bread because everything has to do with fertility. Yep. That's how we're going to segue exactly. into my reproductive system. Exactly. I told Beautiful. you they were cohesive. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So the custom of tiered cakes has emerged from a game where the bride and groom attempted to kiss over an ever higher cake without knocking it over. Oh, cute. Which is adorable. It's like, oh, how high do you get? And blah, cake everywhere. Ugh. Love it. Wish I would have known that. Yep. I had a one tier. Ugh. Ugh. 
Okay. Uh, Queen Victoria's wedding cake weighed a whopping 300 pounds. Two Maddies. That's a, that's a big cake. Oh my God. 300 pounds? Did you serve the like whole fucking town? What you literally? <laughs> oh right. my goodness. <clears throat> and legend says, I don't know what legend, but some legend. One legend. A legend says that single women will dream of their future husbands if they sleep with a slice of grooms' cake under their pillows. No. You want, want a slice of cake smushed? Oh. The icing. I see so much. <laughs> you know that that In bothers. your ear. And like You like put your hand under the pillow and it gets oh. under your fingernails. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I live to make people comfortable. <laughs> That's just very upsetting. I had to go into detail with that. Uh, okay. An old wives' tale says that if the younger of two sisters marries first, the older sister must dance barefoot at the wedding or risk never landing a husband. Wow. That uh, sounds weird. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. And in many cultures around the world, including Celtic, Hindu, and Egyptian weddings, the hands of the bride and groom are literally tied together to demonstrate the couple's commitment to each other and their new bond as a married couple. Oh. Uh, giving the popular phrase, tying the knot. Cute. We're going to do that. I'm excited. Cute. Uh, the Roman goddess Juno <clears throat> rules over yes. marriage, the hearth, and childbirth, hence the popularity of June weddings. Woo! Hashtag June 12th. Yeah. Princess Victoria established the tradition of playing uh, Wagner's bridal chorus during her wedding processional in 1858. Wow. The bride stands to the groom's left during a Christian ceremony because the bygone days, because in bygone days, the groom uh, needed his right hand free to fight off the suitors. I love that. Be gone! She's mine! Watch out! Because if you, you, he had to be right handed. Okay. Couldn't be left handed. Right. Because yeah. they like killed those people. Yep, because they Fuck were all left handers, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I'm left handed. Okay. Know. No, I'm telling them, not you. Oh, oh, oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, on average, 7,000 couples marry each day in the United States. You're telling me 7,000 <clears> people <throat> got married today? Roughly? I hope so. Damn. That's fun. It's a lot of cake. That's probably 300 pounds worth of cake. Yeah. All together. <clears throat> Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve are the two busiest marriage days in Las Vegas. Talk about elopement central. Oh. Ew, that's so cheesy. That's <laughs> <laughs> so cheesy. So the Catholic tradition of posting the bands to announce a marriage originated as a way to ensure that the bride and groom were not Dear related. God. Yep. Okay. Um... Stag parties, or bachelor slash bachelorette parties, were first held by ancient Spartan soldiers who kissed their bachelor days goodbye with a raucous party. Oh. And that's all that's of funny. our fun quotes. So, like, your mom is the first person I've heard call it a stag. Mm-hmm. Stag, stag it. Yeah. Yep. Amazing. Amazing. She must have heard it from the Spartan soldiers. <clears throat> I, I bet she did. <laughs> <laughs> and these are... I, we don't have to go through all of these. There's I know there's so many four more pages. I know. Um, well, I definitely want to talk about honeymoons, but yeah, there there's some fun ones in here. We can just kind of like, ooh, there's one. Okay, taking stag and hen traditions to the extreme, 
um, and because we just talked about a stag party. Oh yes. In parts of Scotland, usually in the Orkney, uh, Orkney Islands, um, Aberdeenshire, Aberdeenshire, Aberdeenshire. Mm. <laughs> Aberdeenshire. Okay. Anyway, grooms and brides to be are a subject. That's oh my god okay (laughs) taking stag and hen traditions to the extreme in parts of scotland grooms and brides-to-be are subjected to a particularly grimy ritual known as blackening oh my what okay usually taking place the day before a wedding blackening involves a bride or groom's friends seizing the soon-to-be wed and oh my and covering them in a mixture of treacle soot feathers and flour before noisily parading them through the streets um according to the university of highlands and islands in inverness inverness um the tradition is carried out to ward off evil spirits amazing what the fuck (laughs) what is that i wish i didn't read that okay (laughs) i know you picked like yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna read. I know we have a lot, but I'm just gonna read really quick through this one because this one's funny. Yeah. Um. So following their wedding ceremonies, um, some South Korean grooms are subjected to a certain ritual before they can leave with their new wives, the beating of their feet. So the um, groomsmen or family members remove the groom's shoes and bind his ankles with rope before taking turns to beat his feet with a stake, a stick, or in some cases, dried fish. Though obviously painful, the ritual is over quickly and meant to be more amusing than an actual act of punishment. Ha ha ha! Quack. <laughs> bah, bah, some with a fish. dried fish. That would, yeah. Like, oh my yeah. god. Okay, so as the groom is being often quizzed and questioned during the act, uh, the beating of the feet is meant to test the newlywed's husband, um, the newly wedded husband's strength and character. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> So you think that one's weird? Um, <laughs> apparently, during the wedding of um, Kenya's Maasai 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 yeah. people, uh, it is often customary for the father of the bride to spit on his daughter's head and breasts yep. before she leaves with her new husband. What might seem a strange, disrespectful custom. Yeah, those are some two words I would choose for mm-hmm. that. Um, to certain cultures, actually makes sense within the culture. Uh, in which spitting is seen as a symbol of good luck and fortune. Spitting can be seen in other areas of Maasai culture, too. Um, some tribesmen will spit on their hands before shaking hands with elders as a sign of respect. Oh, my Oh my God. Or spitting, spitting on newborn, newborn babies, babies <laughs> to ward off bad luck. Wow. That's a lot, that's a lot of spitting. <clears throat> I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. So in India, women born under um, a certain Hindu astrological combination um, are termed mangliks um, and although and are thought to be cursed with bad luck, especially in marriage, and where the curse is said to bring tension and even death. Oh my so God. in order to remedy this, um, uh, kum viva, a ceremony in which the woman marries either a people or a banana tree or an idol of the god Vishnu is performed before the actual wedding to break the curse. So the, the, they marry a tree so that they don't get cursed. Uh, Bollywood actress and Miss World 1994 winner underwent a cum viva before her marriage to a fellow actor. 
um, in 2007. So that's like still being practiced, which is really <sighs> interesting. People do a lot of things to ward off bad luck and avoid it. <clears throat> uh, German weddings. Guests of the couple will gather at the house of the bride and smash pieces of crockery in a tradition. <laughs> crockery. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then they have to clean up the debris to demonstrate that they can work together. This is so crazy. Oh my gosh. So this one kind of, I, I, I like this one. It also seems like a lot. Yeah. So weddings are often an emotional affair, but in certain parts of China, crying is a required part of the preparation for a marriage. So a month before the nuptials, um, brides will cry for an hour each day. 10 days into the ritual, the bride is joined by her mother and 10 days after that, the bride's grandmother joins the weeping duo. <laughs> and eventually, the other female family members will join this, this just hysterical giant just crying cry fest. fest. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the ritual is said to date back to China's Warring States era when the mother of a Zhao princess broke down in tears at her wedding. Can you imagine being an empath in that situation? Oh, just so much snot. So much snot. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <clears throat> wow. Um, in many Western weddings, the immortal words, you may now kiss the bride, signifies the sealing of a couple's vows with a kiss. But in Sweden, the kissing ritual is taken to a whole nother level. Um, at the end, <laughs> or at the wedding reception of newlywed Swedish couples, if the groom should leave the room, the male guests of the bride are, <laughs> are permitted okay the male guests of the bridal party are permitted to kiss the bride similarly if the bride leaves the party the female guests hone in to kiss the groom yep so if you're not by your person you're just gonna get smooched by oh everyone that's, a lot of that's a lot of that's a lot, a lot of, of kissing yeah okay <laughs> oh my goodness gracious okay so let's end this wedding extravaganza talk mm -hmm. uh with a little talk about the term honeymoon. Love it. Which is fun if you didn't know where it came from. Um, so the term honeymoon comes from the Old English honeymoon. Honeymoon. So obviously the reference to honey, like bees, um, refers to an indefinite period of tenderness and pleasure experienced by the newlywed couple and how sweet the marriage is. Moon, meanwhile, refers to the fleeting amount of time that the sweetness would last. <laughs> While honeymoon has a positive connotation today, that was the first, one of the first terms, like you're not 100% sure, um, but this part, uh, there's another section that talks about it, uh, that the first recorded description of the word comes from 1542 when Samuel Johnson wrote, the first month after marriage, when there is nothing but tenderness and pleasure, originally having no reference to the period of a month, but comparing mutual affection of newly married people to the changing moon, which is no soon, which is no sooner full than it begins to wane. Also, Sad. kind of sounding depressing. Yeah. But don't worry, the cynicism doesn't stop there. Um, in another, in, so in 1552, author Richard Hulot uh, wrote <laughs> "honeymoon," a term, a, a term applied to such as a newly married. As to, oh my gosh, as the newly married, <laughs> this, the old English is getting me, <laughs> which will not fall out at first, but then loveth the other at the beginning exceedingly, the likelihood of their exceedings love apparently 
to sewage, ye which time the vulgar people call the honeymoon. Ah, yes. I did that perfectly. <laughs> honeymoon. Shakespeare, hire her. Hello. <laughs> okay, so honeymoon has its um, origins that date back to the 5th century when the cultures represented calendar time with moon cycles also Aww. like menstrual cycles or we're getting into fertility here yeah yep. uh, so back then newlywed couples drank a ton of mead um so that's the honey obviously uh, honey during, wine yes during the first moon of marriage Cute. mead is a honey-based alcoholic drink believed to have aphrodisiac properties wow just chug a lot of mead first month yeah wow i like that um the one thing that we didn't talk about that i don't know if other people do is that like you save a piece of your wedding cake and then yes. freeze it and then eat so it a good. year later. Yep. Why? Good luck? Or is it just like a... Cake. Oh, okay. Just more cake. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't know. I think it's okay. just... Amazing. Yeah. We're going to mm-hmm. do that. Okay. I know people are asking, like, oh, what if it gets freezer burnt? I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to eat it. All right. Love that. Amazing. And that's that's all on weddings. That yeah. was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> So many wedding facts. <laughs> so, yeah, like, we kind of talked about fertility and and dads being weird and, like, yeah. spitting the and... Cycles of the moon. Yeah, reproductive. Basically, we're just going to segue. Just we're going to... Hard, hard right l- turn. Hard. That's funny. I was going to say hard left. Oh. <laughs> we just were parting ways. Skirt, skirt. And, um... I still have my smoothie. We're going to talk about the... <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a lot more sloshy than... <laughs> this is my smoothie in my blender bottle. Let's... I don't like that. That's a little ASMR for you. No. Yes. Okay. Um, like I said, I'm in a super cool class called Biology of Women, and um, I've learned a lot of things that I feel everyone should know. So I'm going to talk about the female reproductive system. Woo! So... The female reproductive system functions to produce gametes, which are sex cells, and reproductive hormones. Um, It also supports a developing fetus and delivers it to the outside world, if you're allowed to get pregnant. I don't know why I change my voice (laughs) once in a while, but it happens every day. I don't know why. Um, Okay, so the ovaries are the female gonads, so boys have balls, and (laughs) um, girls have ovaries. Yep. Um, that they do. Fun fact, when, I just learned this yesterday, when a baby is forming in a in the mom's womb, they have both mm-hmm. until they decide if they're going to be a boy or a girl. Yep. Amazing. Fun. Yeah. So, Science. okay. So, the ovaries are the female gonads that produce gametes called oocytes. So, ovaries are each about two to three centimeters in length, um, like about the size of a Jordan almond. <laughs> <laughs> it just says almond. I put Jordan in front of it. <laughs> so you're whipping ovaries at people. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. All right. I'm never gonna look at almonds the same. Never. It's a little ovary. Yeah, they're so tiny. I would have thought they were like large. You know, like <laughs> honking like baseballs or something. <laughs> Grapefruits. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh all right, so the ovaries are supported by, you have a broad ligament, which specifically the mesoverium portion located between your ovary and uterine tube. Um, you have an ovarian ligament and a suspensory ligament. So, 
Ovaries of a female fetus at 20 weeks contain an average of 4 to 5 million um, follicles. I was like, million what? (laughs) A follicle is an oocyte and it's supporting cells. Um, Over time, these follicles degenerate in a normal process called atresia. So at birth, you have about 1 to 2 million remaining. At puberty, about 300,000. At age 25, you have about... 100,000 at 35 about 25,000 and around menopause you have about a thousand eventually reaching zero. Oh damn it drops real fast after dang so after 35 yeah you gotta have them babies wow or yeah okay so um only about 400 of the original follicles though will develop oocytes for release which is ovulation mm-hmm. during reproductive life so Basically, if your reproductive cycles start at, like, age 12 and they end at, like, 50, we'll say, Mm -hmm. that's 38 years of reproductive cycles. An average reproductive cycle is 28 days, which is, like, 13 cycles a year, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's 38 years times 13 cycles a year. Take a guess on how many cycles you have in a 28 or a 38-year span. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't care to know. (laughs) Nearly 500 <laughs> menstrual cycles. Fucking A, dude. Yeah. That, 494. Oh, my That's gosh. not including pregnancy or breastfeeding. Yeah, no. Oh, my gosh. So. That's a lot of pain. A so lot yeah, of bloating. Wow. I just. That's, that's a super lot cool, though. Of blood. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot of blood. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You're like. Wow. <laughs> well, I just, I'm like, ha- like actually put, like putting it into like number format. Like it's just, that's really cool. Oh yeah. So tell me more. So you have your ovaries and then you have your uterine tubes, also mm-hmm. known as the fallopian tubes. Fallopian. Yes. Connect the ovaries to the uterus in mm-hmm. four different sections. Um, the uterine tubes are lined with smooth, smooth muscle in cilia that sweep the oocyte from the ovary to the uterus so this usually takes a few days so we'll say you know you're doing the deed guy Mm. shoots fun fact in each sperm or in each like blow Mm -hmm. when men orgasm there can be like three hundred thousand sperm oh my oh yeah 60 percent die right away however 300,000. That is so many. That's so many. I got to watch them like under a microscope. Oh. <laughs> Some of them oh, had like cool. two tails. Some of them were like kinked left and they <laughs> like, like deformed, <laughs> couldn't spin. Yeah, it was insane. Wow. Some That's just wild. like spin in circles because they can, <laughs> like are They're doing their weird. best. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <sighs> so yeah. Okay. So, you know, if a male orgasms mm-hmm. goes up into... Mm-hmm you okay mm-hmm. and it meets in the ovary mm-hmm. goes through the fallopian tubes okay anyways um so there's something called an ectopic pregnancy which results when a fertilized egg implants outside your uterine cavity yep. um often due to like blockage or abnormalities or etc so then you have okay so we have your ovary and then your fallo- fallo- fallopian tube the fallopian. <laughs> the fallopian tubes that leads to your uterus um the uterus is a hollow muscular organ that houses developing fetus and many, many more things. 
It changes the wallpaper every month, and he gets really angry. <laughs> yeah, changes the wallpaper. That's uh, that's I've uh, never heard of that. That's one of my no. That's one of my favorite ways to describe menstrual cycle because mm-hmm. like okay your uterus is like getting ready for company and it's like oh we're designing we're putting up new wallpaper we're oh, doing this cute. cute getting it ready and then it's like hell no baby oh and like, then no just, one like, showed up yeah I'm no pissed. one's here i could just ripping down wallpaper there's a fire and there's oh just like God. paint and then just like destruction and then that's that's your yeah oh that's every month yes oh there's, there's, okay the re- redecoration i like that story it's, it's a good way to describe it too because it's literally the walls coming down so like yeah, wallpaper okay. so the uterus is typically tipped towards your navel um it looks like if you have like a kitchen sponge mm-hmm. and then you bend it on the yellow side down yep. so the green side's on the outside that's what your uterus looks like mm-hmm. but like the Smooshy. the fold would be towards your navel mm-hmm. your belly button yeah all right the uterus uh, consists of three layers excuse me outer layer smooth muscle layer and then an inner layer that's shed during menstruation mm-hmm. or provides a site for a fertilized egg um, the uterus consists of three portions the fundus the body and the cervix so the fundus is the rounded upper portion you have the body which is the main portion and then you have your cervix which is the narrow portion that protrudes into the vagina mm-hmm. so fun fact if so like Allie and I use um uh menstrual cups mm-hmm. during our periods uh so usually there's like two different sizes there's some for high cervix low cervix uh new new users or mm-hmm. like post birth yep um so if you need to find out where your cervix is take your index finger your pointer finger mm-hmm. and stick it on up your vagina and if you go one to two knuckles in, you have a low, you have a low cervix. So mm-hmm. basically it feels like you'll feel like resistance, mm-hmm. but there's like a little like a stopping point. Yeah. But it's like a little opening on like the end of a, say like your elbow. It feels like your nose. Yes. It does feel like your nose. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then if you have... If you go in two to three knuckles or like your whole fingers in, that means you have a high cervix. Um, yeah. Uh, the cervix produces thick mucus uh, that moistens your vagina. What? I just, I hate the word mucus. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's good and it's true and that's what it is. That, yeah. that's, it protects I, your yeah your cervix. Yeah. It's it's like the little, little... gotta have the moisture. Yeah. I was gonna say something gross, but I was like, I'm trying not to like... <laughs> make this jokes is, about her. yeah because yeah well this is cool though it, yeah like, yeah it, 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 it'd be what it be it, you know it, it, it do be like that so yeah. yeah um so basically around the time of your ovulation cycle your cervical mucus thins to egg white consistently consistency to allow the passage of sperm mm-hmm. which i didn't know that's why we had discharge no really? it's obviously like cleansing yeah mm-hmm. but cervical mucus literally helps sperm like go mm-hmm. through your body yep I thought that was crazy. Yeah. Um, also, fun fact, you guys can tell when you, like, if you actually pay attention to your period and to mm-hmm. your cycles, you'll know when you're getting your period because mm-hmm. your discharge will tell you. Yep. Your it body changes. will tell you. <laughs> you'll and know. And you do BBT, right? Do you still do that? Mm, no. Okay. Well, we should talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Tell me your experience if you want. Um, okay. So, the now we are moving further down to the, our vagina. So that's a muscular 
distensible canal 7 to 10 centimeters in length, which is really not that big. Yeah, no. At all. So that leaves, or that leads from your vulva to your uterus. Yeah, it's not as big as I thought it was going to be. Anyways, um, so then you have your fornix, which encircles the cervix, providing a less invasive access point for some um, abdominal surgeries. So that's like at the spot that's between your intestine and your cervix. Yeah. So they go like, they sneak around. It's like skirt, skirt. Skirt, skirt. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's really cool. Super interesting. Um, so my moisture and lubrication in the vagina is provided by mucus from the cervix. So mm-hmm. like I said, discharge of this mucus is normal and varies from person to person. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to talk about because as a woman, I feel like we don't hear... Mm-mm. That different women have different bodies and different women experience different types of discharge. Yep. But we all get discharge. Mm-hmm. Some people don't get it as much or yeah. some people get it a lot all yeah. the time. And it's, yeah, it, it's not, it's not gross or weird. I mean, obviously if it's like got some other things going on, go to your doctor and get checked for things. But like, yeah, it's, if it's like, it's normal. Your body's just smelling your green. Itself. Yeah. <laughs> go get checked. Yeah. We but... don't want, we don't want, we don't want anything green, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. Like, for instance, when you're sexually aroused, moisture in the vagina increases. Mm-hmm. Or when you're ovulating, it increases. Yep. Um, most of the moisture comes from increased blood supply to the vagina. So if you're super turned on, mm-hmm. more blood's going, you know, you yep. gotta, gotta lube her up down there. You gotta make sure you're ready to rock before, you know, it gets <laughs> a knocking. So. It's <laughs> a knock. Oh. Um, yeah. So. A low pH of about 4.5 is maintained in the vagina by important nor- uh, important normal beneficial microorganisms mm-hmm. um, like bacterial species that pro- that produce lactic-, lactic acid in metabolism. So, you know, when you're working out and then they're like, oh, don't take a hot shower, take a cooler shower because mm-hmm. you want to get rid of all that lactic acid. Yep. Yes. That's what your body does. Um, this exit... Uh, oh my gosh this acidic environment has a protective effect against harmful bacteria that can't survive in an acidic environment so contraceptives antibiotics and douching which i fucking hate that word douching terrible also it's terrible for you it's so bad for you so bad don't do it it's a very delicate ecosystem down there like you want to mess up that ph right it's self-cleaning you don't need to scrub it with dawn like yeah like don't don't do okay yeah we'll get into that okay yeah okay so basically contraceptives antibiotics and douching can change the vaginal environment and increase the likelihood of infection Mm -hmm. so simple warm water is best for cleaning yep so you can wash your vulva don't wash your vagina Mm -hmm. so your vulva is what you can see your vagina is what you can't exactly okay beautiful might sound basic but it's not as basic knowledge as some people may think Mm -hmm. uh something else i feel like that's worth talking about is sometimes when girls are having sex um for lack of a better term squirting happens and anyone can do it uh it's literally from your para or urethral glands so it's like the female prostate basically it's a collection of glands located to an anterior wall of your vagina um and it can happen to anybody if you think it's weird. If you think you're weird, like, you're not. It's mm-hmm. just something that happens. Um, but it doesn't vary. It doesn't happen often. I've never had it happen to me. Mm-hmm. Have you? No. 
no so I, anyways okay well let's move on to our vulva okay so it's the external female genitalia okay so you have your mm-hmm. pubis you have your labia uh majora and your minora you have your hymen and your clitoris yep if you oh my gosh i feel like as a woman we're told like oh god don't touch yourself don't know yourself because that's, that's bad and and it's for the man and only for the man Ugh. and don't tell the church and like whatever so i think as a woman you need to like know your body mm-hmm. and i don't know if it's worth saying like masturbation is a great way to do that like you need to know where you you are and like you're where your body is and what parts are where and like i think it's important if you are sexually active to know what mm-hmm. you want and what you like and not just for like pleasure reasons but for also like safety reasons exactly and also like to use the proper terminology correct when you are if you are a parent really raising your kids and also just for yourself like yeah to know what everything is called and to know that it is your own body yep that other people should not be touching it unless specifically okay consented Yeah, yeah absolutely um so fat tissues of the vulva enlarge in response to estrogen so that actually declines with aging so um they are so the vulva structures are dense in sweat glands so basically if you're sweaty if you're puffy you're fine it's It's fine it's It's normal it's natural it's fine yes okay so so if you've ever heard of the hymen um i have a funny story with that word um uh my dad used to be married to this girl who had a son and when he was five he used to sing the song shine bright like a diamond by rihanna but he's said uh shine bright like a hymen oh my god and i was like yes (laughs) yes yep so every time i see the word hymen i think of my ex stepbrother oh Um, my gosh so your hymen is a membrane that partially covers the opening to your vagina. It varies in thickness and coverage from person to person, and the opening often enlarges with elevated estrogen levels upon puberty. So since hymens come in various shapes and sizes, the hymen may bleed with vaginal sex, tampon use, masturbation. Um, I think my mom thinks she, like, hers went when she was a dancer because mm. she was so active and you know doing splits and kicks I mean, and yeah, whatever it, all the it, time you, it can just be like from running and like playing on the playground like it's yeah. just you never know it's not a, a a sign of like anything you're not like easy a yeah if you break your hymen it's ridiculous. yeah so most women don't even know yeah um because it's not talked about and it literally says on my notes from my class the hymen does not indicate sexual history mm-hmm. so if you have a broken hymen and some dude or a woman is like, ew, mm. she's a slut. Punch him in the face. Punch him <clears throat> in the face. Mm-hmm. All right. So let me go down to the clitoris. Yep. The most sensitive part of our body. I'd say the, one of the most important parts of our body, honestly. <laughs> All right. So it's um, rich in blood supply and nerves. Typically the most sensitive part of our body. Mm-hmm. Upon stimulation, the tissues engorge with blood. So it grows. Um, note, fun fact, for this class, okay. I literally had to make the, the clitoral glands, I had to make it out of Play-Doh and send her a picture. That's incredible. Yeah, so I had to, like, make the part and then make the glands that oh, go fun. down. And, like, the, it looks like testes, honestly, I, underneath. I love that. My arts and crafts. It looks like a dinosaur. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Look at this. 
It looks like a dinosaur. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It does kind of look like a so. dinosaur. We'll post a picture of that. Oh, my <laughs> God. Gee, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think Instagram would let us post that. I don't think so either. Um, so then you have your pelvic floor muscles, which yes. are super important to mm-hmm. keep healthy. Do your Kegels. Do your Kegels. Yep. Um, and also, if you have, like, GI issues, you could have pelvic floor dysfunction. Yeah. Um, so the pelvic floor is a collection of muscles attached to the wall of the pelvis that functions like a sling to support organs of the pelvis, including the uterus, bladder, bowels. Um, so it's because you can't have bones supporting those organs. Mm-hmm. Um, your pelvic floor is just like that just barrier. Muscles. Yeah. So sometimes the pelvic floor weakens with age and may also sustain damage during pregnancy or childbirth resulting in like a uterine prolapse when your uterus is actually like dropped mm-hmm. um or incontinence which is loss of urine or bowel problems um kegel exercises involve regular intentional clenching of pelvic floor muscles and these are for strengthening your pelvic floor to improve or prevent issues of incontinence prolapse etc so that leads us to gyno exams ah. do you remember your first gyno exam i do how old were you? At twenty, I was I was over twenty one actually. I think you're supposed to get it your first time when you're twenty one, but I was yeah. like, hey, I'm scared. I know. I remember <laughs> turning twenty one. I was like, oh god, it's I coming. have to do it now. The stirrups. I was, like, <laughs> I was probably like twenty two or twenty three. Honestly, I was just okay. kind of like, I did. It's probably about that time. Were you scared? I mean, I was a little bit nervous, but the lady was super chill. So it wasn't it wasn't that awkward. That's good. I, was, I feel like going into it, I was like, it's normal. It's fine. As a woman, like, I want to have kids someday. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of, I like, I'm aware that a lot of doctors are going to see things. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? Eh, it's, it's just a body. Yeah. But, yeah. Were you super nervous your first? Um, I don't remember about if I was super, I mean, pr- I was probably nervous. Yeah. I remember when I first got, like, my physical done when mm-hmm. I was in, like, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And I bawled my eyes out as soon as okay. she lifted my shirt. So, TMI maybe, but I have inverted nipples and not a lot of women do. Mm-hmm. And women don't talk about that. And yep. girls aren't told that other girls have that. Body's so different and it's okay. I thought something was wrong with me. So, yeah, mm-hmm. they, like, lifted my shirt and I started bawling. So I was kind of nervous going into the gyno for the first mm-hmm. time because I was like, oh, my God, what if something Those is wrong with me? coming back, yeah. Yeah. And also just, like, I have had more than one sexual partner. So, like, I was, there's always a chance of, like, mm-hmm. disease or something. But I was like, oh, thank God. I'm clean. I'm fine. <laughs> like, whatever. So like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It is awkward with, like, the, I mean, obviously, like, the speculum situation. Very interesting. It's, it's odd. Yeah. It kind of reminds me, so it's kind of, if you guys don't, if you haven't ever gotten one, um, it kind of reminds me of like a paint roller, but like okay. cut in half. So like kind the of, handle's yeah. not as long. So yep. it just has that shape, but it has like forceps on the bottom or on it's the like ends that, that open. So they- Tongs. Like tongs, <laughs> yeah. I mean, not tongs, but- <laughs> Basically. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So basically your feet are like up on this- these pedals yep like stirrups Mm -hmm. and the um examiner will Mm -hmm. insert the the what are they i think is it a speculum i'm pretty sure into your into your vagina and Mm -hmm. like open it up so they can directly see your cervix take a peek and then they like swab it to Mm -hmm. make sure that you don't get any 
does the pap smear they yeah. smear it's it's it it's, pinches. It's, it's an odd sensation yeah it doesn't like hurt mm-hmm. but it's kind of like a running cramp yeah it's just you like know like a, a side it. cramp just mm-hmm. in your in your like your stomach sex hole like well yeah it's just a very it's, odd it's peculiar yeah I, it's it, it's it's just odd it's, it's not terrible yeah it's just like different like, yeah you don't just like it's not like, like oh that sounds fun i'll just smear go your get a cervix smear. Yeah, yeah exactly it's it's just like it's a thing you do it's not to keep yourself safe yeah yeah you just kind of have to it is called a speculum that yeah. was on the next page okay well there we go yeah um and there can be like digital exams as well um but that is i guess what happens like when you get yeah. checked out at the doctor yeah um yeah, so now that you kind of know, like, what to expect if you go yeah. to the doctor, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to also talk about your reproductive cycle along yeah. with your reproductive parts because literally they coincide. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they're inside? Okay. I'm a child. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So the female reproductive cycle varies from 21 days to 35 days. The average is about 28, yeah. um, which now that I know more about like our reproductive cycle mm-hmm. i want to track it every day it's like so i want to oh my god it's so cool like yeah. the female body blows my fucking mind it's so cyclic it's just there's there's all these cycles and it, it's fun too like if you if you track your periods and you kind of like have an idea when they're gonna be coming mm-hmm. um and then you notice if you're super into astrology mm-hmm. we're getting like way wooey but it's kind of fun if your cycle sync up with the moon. Yeah. You feel like a goddess. You do. It's so fun. I get mine the day before a full moon every single month. I, I usually get mine close. Well, we're, we're synced We're up. like what? We're a basically week apart? synced. Yeah. Well, because our, our cycle like a little bit. I think your, your your cycles are a little bit shorter than mine. Yeah. I'm more like the 35 day. Yeah. But fun fact, syncing up is actually not true. Really? You cannot sync up with someone. Interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a stuff you should know about it. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Like scientifically. That is so interesting. Yeah. Because I, I, like, I've, I've known of a lot, of, like, I feel like I've had that happen with other, yeah. like, it's so peculiar. But it, there's got to be yeah, different just, reasons because there's literally, yeah. like, you just can't. Huh. Yeah. Anyways. So the period it's of. the moon. It is the moon. Everything is the moon. <laughs> if the if we don't, yeah, just, you just blame the moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the period of bleeding is called menstruation, which lasts two to seven days, five days average. Yeah. I'm about five days. About what five about days? You're about yeah, five, five days? Five or six. Um, the release of an oocyte or an egg from an ovary is called ovulation. So that happens 14 days before you menstruate. Um, however, it's very good to note that stress, diets, um, illness, exercise, anything like that. A gentle breeze. <laughs> a gentle breeze, yeah. Can influence the length and um, situation of your reproductive cycle. Mm-hmm. So that... Your cycle involves two integrated cycles. So you have your ovarian cycle and you have your endometrial cycle. They're both controlled by your hormonal cycle. Mm-hmm. Try to keep up. I know I'm going to be it's throwing a lot, a lot of, terms. of Yeah, I'm going to be throwing a lot at you. But I love that this episode is like the second half that we're doing right now that you're is so educational, but I love it. Yeah. It I feel like it's not going to be common that we do this, but this is fun. And yeah. It is really cool. So keep up. There'll be a test at the end. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> there will not. <laughs> I just think it's important, especially going on with what happened in Minnesota. Oh, for sure. Yes. Like with the whole mm-hmm. 
Ugh. consent if you're like uh, under the influence of alcohol and like with rape and yeah like there's a lot of shit going on there's it's just so i feel like talking mess. about women's bodies and yeah. know your stuff like that's that's mm-hmm. it's it's uh relevant to and life right it's now it's not it's not weird or gross it's just no you're just talking about it i'm it's talking not about weird it. or taboo no like if you think it's weird you're making it weird so stop mm-hmm. making it weird. ask yourself why it's weird yeah exactly because yeah. it's not Okay, continue. So, the following cycle descriptions are based on an average 28-day cycle, okay? So, yep. your ovarian cycle has three phases. You have your follicular, which is day 1 through 14, where your ovary, your ovarian follicle grow, grows, develops, and matures. My dogs are in the background. I'm sorry. There's Fine. literally nothing I can do about it. Um, and then you have day 14, which is ovulation, and that's when the egg is released and moved to the uterine tube. So, fun fact, if you picture a ball and... Uh, think of your oocyte or egg it literally bursts through the wall of your ovary i saw a picture kool-aid man yeah (laughs) like the kool-aid man it bursts through the wall and then Uh goes down the the, your um fallopian tubes into your uterus it's incredible incredible. so if you if you get pregnant um the egg will continue down into your uterus Mm -hmm. if you're not pregnant your fallopian tube walls will actually absorb your egg oh it just like interesting mm-hmm. that is super cool this is why i want to talk about this shit exactly. because people don't know this shit yeah Ugh, okay especially the, like the specifics i feel like a lot of people like kind of have the gist like oh yeah, yeah i mean like egg goes somewhere and then there's like tubes blah, blah, but it, like mm-hmm. the specific mechanics of it all it's incredible and so fascinating it's so it's so cool okay so then after your ovulating day um you have your luteal phase which is also lunar luteal the moon it's just everything's connected okay okay (laughs) your luteal phase is day 14 through 28 the remaining follicle tissue um degenerates to form corpus albican albicans um so i'm scrolling down my notes and i just see the (laughs) image of ovulation i'm going to show you because it's it literally bursts through the wow look at that busting okay well, I it's like the cool isn't that again. weird that's that's very interesting so then you have your endometrial cycle which has three phases so your menstruation is day one through five shedding the functional portion of the endometrial layer mm-hmm. um then you have your proliferative phase which is day six through 14 and that's the regeneration of the functional layer so you bleed everything out and then from day six to 14 after that your walls are building back up yep and then you have your uh, the secretory phase, which is day 14 through 28, and that's the thickening. Yep. So basically, I it's it's weird to think menstruation is like the beginning because mm-hmm. I would think like the proliferative is where it's building back up and then getting thick to yep. shed, but it actually starts with like the shedding. The shedding. It is interesting. It's it, kind of backwards. It seems kind of like like oh that's the end. It's like well no, but it's right. the beginning. It's the but, beginning. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's a weird. Yeah. So bodies are weird. Mm-hmm. but very cool yes so then you have your hormone cycle which involves five key hormones hormones i just tried to burp i'm sorry i don't know why i'm hormones yeah i'm just i'm so excited i'm talking yeah, just, a lot and i forget to breathe and i burp i'm sorry and, yeah. yeah it's okay <sighs> okay so the five key hormones of your hormonal cycle are um gnrh which is gonadropin releasing hormone or you have your FSH, which is your follicle stimulating stimulating hormone. You have your luteinizing hormone, your estrogen, and your proestrogen. Mm-hmm. 
progesterone. Progesterone. Yep. Yep. Um, so your hypothalamus gets rid of the GnRH, and then that stimulates the pituitary gland to produce the follicle-stimulating hormone and the luteinizing hormone. So basically, like, the, hyp- the hypothalamus in your brain stimulates all these hormones to create your cycles. Yes. To, to keep it short and sweet. Um, There's a lot going on. As the ovarian follicles grow and increasingly secrete estrogen, um, that is when your proliferative phase of the uterus starts to regenerating. That's mm-hmm. when that happens. So it's... I'm really sorry. This is so much. This is a lot. It's probably confusing it's, as shit. This is just an educational episode. Yeah. So. So basically when your ovaries are growing and your, fo- or your ovaries are not growing, your <laughs> ovaries, <laughs> the <laughs> follicles, so the eggs yes. in your ovaries are growing to before they burst. Yep. That's at, at the same time, your uterus walls are growing yeah, so to get ready to shed. Like increasing. Yes. That makes sense. Ugh. There's so much. Um, I'm not going to talk about what the other um, hormones do because it's so much. There's a lot. lot. It's just just know that they're all connected and it's from your brain. Okay. So then I want to talk about BBT and that's your basal body temperature. Um, And that is upon waking and before getting out of bed, before eating or drinking anything, that's the best time to take your BBT. Mm -hmm. So if you want to really get into your cycles and really know when to expect things taking mm-hmm. your basal body temperature is super mm-hmm. the way to go so basically you just take like a thermometer yep it has to be a certain type of thermometer though it has mm-hmm. to be a certain like they actually have like the basal temperature um because it's like by the like the point the decimal point mm-hmm. um and that changes just ever so slightly raises when you're fertile i believe and then mm-hmm. um it's it's very cool to see how it can like I mean, change throughout. Mm-hmm. And it, it is a really cool way to track it. Yeah. I've known of people that have done that, so. Yeah. It's very tedious. I feel like if that is a route that you're like, I want to know exactly where I am. Yeah. Um, You have to be very, very strict with it, but mm-hmm. it's cool. It's cool to see the body, like, fluctuate. Yeah. But yeah. So, Puberty. Might Fun. be my last. All right, I'm ready. Bubble, We're bubble, going back. Going back. Ooh. Yeah, throwback. All um, right. So that's a period of transition to sexual maturity that typically begins between age 8 and 13 for females and 10 to 16 for males. On average, female puberty begins one to two er- er- years earlier than males. And I was always told, women mature more. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're so smart. My dumbass was like, yeah, it's in our brain. And then people are like, no, it's your body. It's your like, uterus. Cause, yeah, it's because everyone was getting pregnant at age 13. <laughs> oh, God. Well, way back in the day. Well, yes, yes. I thought you now. meant like your school. I was like, oh, God. Oh, no. No. I was like, oh, no. So puberty for females is considered delayed if it occurs after 14. Interesting. I think I was 14 when I got mine. Oh, I was 12. Interesting. Uh... Yeah, so puberty onset is stimulated by the elevated GnRH hormone mm-hmm. that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, and is determined by several factors. So if you were late, if you were early, whatever, it depends on your genetics, the quality of sleep that you get during, especially during your REM sleep, um, distribution amount of body fat, your nutritional status, 
your inventor, your environmental exposure. Um, so basically, there's like a whole bunch of shit Just that a lot of things that can tie goes into, that. into your puberty. Yeah, no one talks about that. No. Ugh. It's just yeah. glossed over because it's, it can be, oh, it's awkward. I mean, obviously, like, you think back, like, when you're a little nugget or, like, a tween. It's like, yeah, yeah. It, it, it can be weird. Your body's changing and stuff. But it should just be talked about at an even younger age mm-hmm. in more just like, hey, yep, this is this is what it is. This is what happens. It's, it's not, it's not weird. No. It's, it's, it's just a normal body function. Yeah. yeah. So. Like farting. Or, oh my god! Or crying, it, I, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All girls does fart. Yeah. yeah, some more than others. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So puberty. I remember, like, oh my god, when I first got mine, I was at my cousin's house. All she mm-hmm. had were jumbo pads. Ugh, I thought I was diaper. wearing a diaper. Oh yeah. It was just intense. I'm sure we've yeah. all had that experience. Oh yeah. But yeah, you and I have switched cups. Yeah. yeah. Well, not, well not, no, not switched, but <laughs> well, I guess gone to added cups. Oh, I thought okay. I like said like we shared when you oh, said switched, switched and I, I was no, like, no, 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 no. no we have our own two cups. Yes, yes, yes. Transition from tampon from solely tampon. Okay, yes, yes. yes. I was like, we're back. When did that happen? No, never ever. <laughs> don't share your I was cup. Like, no. Yeah. Oh, dearie me. Yeah. It's, so, it's an experience, but it's really cool. I like, love it. Yeah. I think it's so nice. Yeah. So like we mentioned, or like I mentioned before, um, you have to figure out where your cervix is mm-hmm. to figure out which cup you need. Yeah. But I basically, mean, obviously if, it's, if it's your first time, obviously use like the smaller, like the, the size one or for the most yeah. part, um, unless you've had kids already or have yeah. like a very very heavy flow mm-hmm. um or if you just know your body and you're like ah the big one's better like yeah kind of depends <laughs> i took the bigger one home or like the after oh yeah because i was like okay my flows are pretty heavy the first two days yep lord almighty if it overflows in my pants i'm oh, gonna gosh. be terrified oh yes so i brought it home and i like tried to put it on and by the way I'm 23 years old and I sat in my bathroom on YouTube trying to figure out how to put this in. This is why I want to talk about this stuff because, yeah. like, I don't want you to be sitting in your bathroom thinking you're stuck. And you're not. You know. So, if you get a cup, grab some lube or some... Don't don't use water because water's not that... Water's algae. It's, it's like, doesn't help your mm-hmm. body at all because... When I first tried to put mine in, my body was like, what the fuck? Like, nope, we're soaking <laughs> abort, up. Abort, abort. Yeah, like, like, we're taking up every yeah. every ounce of um, moisture you had, and we're going to just take Sahara. it from you. Yep. Yes. So trying to shove something up the Sahara Desert. A silicone muffin cup. <laughs> yes. Is just impossible. So I grabbed oh, some lube, gosh. and I, like, put it around the, the top part. There's, like, a couple different ways you could fold it to fit it's it in so, right. It's so, like, it. The first time, it's awkward, but you get, you yeah. got, you get the hang of it. But I literally felt continue. like I was trying to put in a tampon for the first time. I was like, how do I do this? You're and fumbling then, around. Yeah, because you have to like push it up past your, your pelvic floor, mm-hmm. which is like the bone. Get it like way you have up. To yeah. Just... your cup up there and then it like, it sucks yep. open. And then once you like, it, then it opens up and then you're like, ah, it's stuck. And then, right. yeah. It, and it feels so far up your vagina mm-hmm. that you're like, oh my God, it's I gone. can't get this out. Like, it's gone. It's it's lost Literally. forever. Farewell. So you have to like, okay. So that's normal though, right? <laughs> that's normal. Yeah. And yeah. also like, 
if if you are okay if, if you're younger and you're like what i don't even use tampons well you can't lose anything in your body yes it will eject itself it, it, at some point there's not another hole that it can escape yep. like it it will have will come out the way it went in yes so you can't lose things in there yes <laughs> just just to preface that Good. they feel like it yes um but that's not no a thing. that is that's yeah. not a thing i i would recommend the we're not sponsored by them but we should we, talk, should, we should be we should talk yeah. to them but the the flex brand because what brand do you use i use salt salt okay yes. so you use salt i use the flex um i like the flex one because it has this little loop at the bottom and you pull that and then that releases the suction mm-hmm. so like i mean slightly more messy tmi but it's a little bit more user friendly yeah so which i think is good yes the flex or the salt cup just, just has a little tab on the end and you have to like squat and push like you're pooping yep and it'll like slowly start to come down and then you have to grab the the bottom little, of the cup yeah. and like squeeze it just a little bit to release the suction and it's not uncomfortable but it's not a position where your hand Can, is like, comfortable so like yeah. i've had some issues with like my tendons getting sore with like mm. having to pull it out just because it's like it's like your hand is like yeah backwards it's a weird it's a like, weird angle yeah um and then yeah you whip it out and clean it off mm-hmm. definitely i feel like it's recommended for more like i haven't i haven't used them a ton i feel like when i'm like at home I'm like okay i'm in my own bathroom yeah or if you know you're gonna be at a place that has like a family bathroom where the sink is right next to the toilet because yeah, yeah. Yeah. i like if you needed to change your cup or empty it and you mm-hmm. were like in a public restroom you're like a quick trip yeah. yeah it's like well it, it could be like emergency you're not gonna like right. walk out like biohazard everywhere so right. like it's, it, i feel like it's i mean thankfully you can have it in for like 12 hours it can be an all-day thing but <laughs> have you ever kept yours in for 12 hours no no I on have your not. first i was not able to i think mine yeah. was like two and a half and i was like overflowing <laughs> i was like oh no yeah yeah I, I just felt like i was like it's gonna leak it's gonna leak yeah so i just i kept messing with it but yeah it is it is cool i um i feel like i look i, I don't look forward to each cycle but each cycle easier. is easier and yep. with more practice mm-hmm. it just it gets better and i feel like there's not as big of like worry of oh my god is it gonna overflow mm-hmm. because you literally take it out and it's like half full yeah exactly. not even yeah. even on a heavy day it's like mm-hmm. not fully full yeah so it's takes the ease off of like mm-hmm. oh god you know like, or oh, you're not gonna like, cough and then a tampon's just gonna pop shoot out, out of you. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah so but yeah cool um we definitely recommend them 100 percent. like love it yeah and love also it. if okay so if you are a person who menstruates aren't like feeling um like menstrual cups yet mm-hmm. you're still using random um either pads or tampons make sure to use like a natural like dye free or 100% like unbleached 100 cotton because a lot of tampon brands have a lot of really icky chemicals and if they're with bleached cotton, you're putting bleach up there. That can mess with your pH. There are fragrances in some. Oh, yeah, don't, no. No scented anything. No Summer's Eve. No scented Do pads. not use, holy shit, do no. not use female wipes. Don't use, yeah. Don't use Summer's Eve. No. Don't use, um, literally vaginal wipes for, so, yeah. like, cleansing yourself. No. Use a baby wipe. Yeah, just unscented. Unscented baby wipes. Do, like, some brands have, like, like feminine wipes but if they're unscented then that's fine but the scented stuff it's like oh no 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 
this it's yeah it's it may oh seem God, like so if, if you're like self-conscious or like oh i'm like stinky or oh you're sweaty like oh you want to smell like a, a, a summer's day but like no that's not it's not like it shouldn't smell like perfume down there no and um some really drugs up. yeah it's oh my god it's so bad take care of yourself seriously the most sensitive ecosystem mm-hmm. so some if you want like drugstore recommendations mm-hmm. seventh gen seventh generation tampons yep. l brand cora brand yep. um i think actually either tampax Lola. or playtex i think they've come out with an organic cotton one and yeah. we're not like Ooh, everything tampax. has to be organic but like just unbleached like you just you don't want the bleach just 100 percent cotton yeah just cotton yeah. no weird synthetic stuff because yeah. there's there's weird stuff in that um i think that's the only thing that we're gonna be like don't put that in your body yeah just oh my god take care of that it don't really does make a difference wipes. like if you've used um just like normal tampax or normal mm-hmm. like basic brands just the you know do not oh my god do not use always no never get their pads never get their liners never get their tampons uh-uh. always brand is fucking terrible mm-hmm can you tell me why fragrances and yeah. shit that they put in the tampons it's so mm-hmm. and it's even just, stuff that's in the pads too oh my god the, the yes. dyes and the ugh yes it can get not good ugh, yeah it's not good i see it at some of my some of houses that i travel to and i'm just like oh my god your poor vagina yeah your body you're making her angry yes anyways yeah if you learn one thing from us it's just take care of yourself down there mm-hmm I can't oh yeah anyway Oof. so but also like yeah I, you know i went through a phase where it was like oh tampons and then i was like ah oh, but i kind of want to keep it natural mm-hmm. so like i'll use pads at night but then that makes me i feel like i get more yeast infections when i have pads mm. i don't know well I don't, I feel it's just like, hard to breathe i feel like pads yeah it's just very i don't know i don't like waking up in the morning feeling like i got a dirty diaper on yeah you just kind of like Ugh. also i'm such like a crazy sleeper you that really are. It's it, it not in the right spot. You'll end up on your forehead. Exactly. Like I just <laughs> be on the wall. <laughs> it's yeah. It, I feel like it's just yeah. I'm, I don't know. I feel like I'll I'll still have tampons like in the rotation yes. available, but yeah. try to use more more just the the cup. It's cool too. It's so you, cool. you buy one and then that you That's just it. you wash it. I think it and you set it in a box and you then it's ready for next month. If you buy one cup, it saves like 30,000 tampons from a landfill. Yeah. It's so cool. It's so sustainable. Yeah. And all you have to do to clean it is literally rinse it and then in between cycles, boil it for four to five minutes, but yeah. make sure you hold it with tongs so it doesn't hit the bottom and melt. Yeah. Um, and also just like, it, like in silicone, like you just like wash it with like, yeah. like get some Castile soap, hand soap, just like it's soap. You wash it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't do that yet. Yeah. I mean, uh, the salt brand comes with like, ooh, like cup wash it's like it you i didn't do that read the yeah. ingredients it's literally soap yeah so like with anything that you might put down there or in there like please wash it wash it just keep it clean on that note too if you have toys spray them wash them prior and after use clean every single time keep a clean area yeah it's a delicate ecosystem yeah i like that i like that a lot it's a delicate ecosystem. It is. It's it's very. It, she can get angry real quick. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't. So yeah, I guess uh, that's all I have for a reproductive system. Nice. Well, this 
This was, this Cycles. episode was a whirlwind, and I love it. Yeah, like so all over the place. We're over two hours <laughs> on this one. This is probably one of the longest episodes. I love it though. That's incredible. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you all so much, and hope you learned a lot. You definitely, if you if you made it this far, you definitely learned a lot of things. Yes. And I'm really I'm glad that we did this. It's I uncomfortable, am too. but people need to start having uncomfortable conversations. And I'm willing to do that. Exactly. I feel like we were, like, slightly apprehensive, like, before we sat down, and I was like, wow, well, like, oh, it's not really, like, connected to weddings. And then we're also like, oh, it's kind of like, eh. And then we're like, not, no, fuck it. We're going to. Did we both just Yeah, we did. <laughs> just we're going to talk about stuff because our podcast doesn't have a specific genre, and yep. we're going to just talk about anything and everything. So, yeah. And that's that. That is that. Where can mm-hmm. people find us? People can find us. If you're a person, with are a you a person? I mean, maybe. I'm are talking you? with them, not no, you. No, I know. I mean, okay. like, I maybe there. I don't know. Are you an alien? I hope if cryptids listening to oh, us. Please, Mothman. Okay. <laughs> Mothman. <laughs> you can find us at it's not a phase pod on Instagram. We have a website. We do. Updated ra- very frequently. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say randomly, and I was like, <laughs> mm, okay. Uh, okay. www. Sure. We're on TikTok. Not a Phase Mom podcast. We're on Facebook. It's not a Phase Mom podcast. Patreon. It's not a Phase Mom. And we're available on Anchor, Anchor. Apple Podcasts. Oh, oh, is it Anchor? Yeah, I said Anchor. I know, I did too. Oh, okay. We'll start over. All right, one, two, three. Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public. Spotify and Castbox. Yes, amazing. Check out our Patreon. Check out our Patreon. Uh, message us if you want stickers. We have so many stickers. Yeah. Please buy our stickers or just request them, and we will send them to you. We will send them to you because we have a lot, and they're really cute. And yeah. Also, um, if you guys have friends who also listen to podcasts, tell your friends about us. Tell your friends because. It's it's cool to have more people. Yeah, we we want to reach as many people as we can. So, especially now that we're doing educational things, apparently. Oh yes. <laughs> if you know someone that needs <clears throat> to know about the female body, exactly, just send, send this, them episode. this episode. They'll they'll be confused. They're like, oh, wedding traditions. Oh, that's kind of fun. And they'll be like, whoa, vagina. Then, what? Then vulvas. <laughs> just vulvas. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. it's good Amazing. and it's educational and it's incredible. Um, review us on Apple Podcasts. Give yep. us a rating. Preferably yep. a nice high star count, but yep. we'll that really helps us get. out. It really does. Maui and agrees. Maui's very excited about yes. me being yes off of this podcast. Because she has to play really yes. a lot. All right. Amazing. Thanks, okay. guys. Thank we love you. you. We love you. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Bye.